1: Greetings and welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is December 20th.
0: Andy, how are we doing? Brendan, um, you know, I'm doing okay. He lipped into that one, Brendan. Well, you know what? I honestly feel like um, I had like flashbacks to my unprepared college self cramming for finals, you know, studying up to the minute. That's what this is just trying to jam in the year in review trying to get it done woke up early this morning and just been just been plowing through events and well, it's, a,
1: it's a self-imposed deadline here it's not like you no, had a professor not. telling you if we're, we're it, making sure it wasn't, sure itself. Done, it wasn't itself
0: it was it was a deadline this All is right. a deadline that needed to happen i don't for- disagree
1: with you we are we are staggering across the finish line earlier than normal I, i'd say for your interview i finished my research it was i was on page 112 of my google doc 112 pages the last entry which we'll get to at the end of this episode, is for none other than Michael Block, which I felt was <laughs> fitting. And the year of blocky, year interview with a blocky anecdote. Note. Um, we will, uh, this will be it, I think. Is this our last episode before the holidays, Andy, or for Christmas? If you celebrate we Christmas, might. is that
0: your thing? Yeah, yeah, before Christmas, for sure.
1: For sure. We might come back next week. We might do a little AMA and some golf advice. Um, you know, if it is, uh, Merry Christmas, if that's your ce- what you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are very appreciative of you listening for another year, especially around this time. You know, it's been a slog to get through your interview, but uh, honestly, been thinking about the past year on the podcast. And, and you know, we're both very grateful to, to keep doing this and, and have a, any amount of people listening or spending any amount of time engaging. So,
0: yeah, uh, I mean, obviously, thank you, everybody, for listening. An awesome year um, yeah. with the podcast and and all the support, whether it's, you know, messages, whether it's. Uh you bought a hat, um, or whether you just listened? Like it yeah. means a ton. I I can't believe that we get to talk about golf for a living. Sometimes, uh, yeah, sometimes, sometimes golf, but yeah, sometimes Barris and Browns. <laughs> I got a lot of angry Browns fans in my life.
1: So about talking about how you dominated?
0: No, just about how I how I dogged the team. Just... I said they were bad team. It's like, are what are we arguing about? They aren't very good right now.
1: I I think I stepped in, defended us. We're not going to go back down that road, but yes, uh, it's down to crunch time in the NFL. Everyone enjoy your holiday. Enjoy the time off. Try to to relax if you can. Hey, can I
0: tie something back to the beginning of the year in review? Yeah. You know, one of the first episodes of the year in review, we discovered the Mike McAllister masterpiece about about um you know <laughs> the movement matt wolf going to uh going to team smash and peter uline talking about it we got a new four
1: aces of the yankees you gotta go
0: we got a new article that came out yesterday this one didn't debut on golf digest middle east it was live.com <laughs> exclusive live tomato, golf.com tomato. uh exclusive all about harold varner's move to the aces i didn't know it was this contentious it was this big of a there's this much drama around varner going going to the aces
1: did you it's a, No, i i mean it's, it's faux drop faux drama right i mean come on what What? he says he, this article all right. I, again, I, can, I, I can, can i read it, it? can right. i read yeah. it can i read yeah. it can i start
0: it out yeah. Golf fans and media appreciate Har- Harold Varner III because he always speaks his mind. On August 4th, after shooting a bogey-free 65 at Live Golf Greenbrier, Varner was asked a post-round question by someone wearing a four aces GC cap. Looking at his inquisitor, part of his response included this line, I hate the aces.
1: It doesn't it was, seem like. What are they letting fans ask questions at the press conference? I mean, are guys in like an Oklahoma City Thunder maybe, jersey asking? You know, maybe he's an Aces beat writer. Okay. <laughs> well, they
0: still. <laughs> All right. It was all it was all in good fun, especially since Varner was then a member of the Range Goats GC, one of the teams seeking to knock off Live Golf's most successful team in the first two years of competition. He said it with an underlying aspect of uh, aspect of admiration in his own very unique Herald way. Then, of God. course, came last week this is for aces writing. captain Dustin Johnson made a big roster move trading. Peter Uline four, dot, dot, dot Harold <laughs> Varner, the third. Oh, that four aces cap that HV three detested will now be one. He must wear in 2024. And few had forgotten what he said four months earlier. Yeah, I'm getting slack for that right now. Varner said a few days after the trade, but that's the aces and that's Varner. And really, if you think what,
1: what about is, it, what's the that's the aces and that's Varner.
0: What is what does that mean? I'm getting yeah. slack for it right now. And really, if you think about it, he's a perfect fit for a lineup that shoots from the hip and backs it up with a win only mentality. We are just the dr- dramatic,
1: dramatic writing of this is incredible. Very it's, it's, unique Harold way. What is this?
0: Well, it gets to the you know how did this happen? How did how did uh, the goats move the cat? Uh, move move HV three. Yeah. It Turns out HV three and Talor were best of friends, and as soon as Talore got moved, Bubba was was thinking it's time to make wholesale op- wholesale uh, changes.
1: Okay, chemistry there. I see. I see. So he had
0: he had to move HV three for Peter Uline. To get one of one of Matt Wolfs. He's making concessions. This is like Aaron Rodgers. You gotta when, it, when you get Aaron Rodgers, yeah. you get yeah. Randall Cobb. Yeah. When, when <laughs> right. you get Matt Wolf, you gotta go out and get Peter Euline.
1: Yeah. Yep. Oh, this is uh The hat that he <laughs> detested. What is this writing? That's the aces, and that's Harold Varda.
0: Uh, Um, And so sure, maybe he hated the aces back then when he was trying to chase them down. But now he goes to the high profile team with only one mission, win trophies. He's ready to be an ace.
1: The best was, somebody sent us to this. They talk about the range goats being more family oriented (laughs) than the four aces. And you think about some of the personalities involved with the four aces. Dustin Johnson, Pat Perez, uh, Patrick Reed. They all have families. I don't know. I guess, I, I don't know. My, Mike Callister says the chatter turns from R-rated to PG. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe the four Aces team room is a, a little more unfiltered, a little more uncut. I, I don't know what's going on. Family-oriented versus, I don't know. They, they're applying it's like the U back in the 80s or something though. Catholics versus convicts. I don't know what he's trying to say here.
0: Yeah, right after the family-oriented, he said, at the end of the day uh, for HV3, it's all about winning. As a range goat, he was in uh, the pursuit pack. Now he's a member of the four aces, which means a much bigger target on the back. The aces were not able to repeat in 2023.
1: (laughs) They're not like... They won a lot at the beginning, like
0: two years ago. This was the next line of the article.
1: Target on the
0: back. (laughs) Adding Varner should certainly rattle the cages. The desire is there. The attitude is there. And the hate is gone. HV3 loves the aces now. He'll love them even more if they spend Sundays on top of the podium, lifting trophies and popping celebratory bottles of champagne. What Man, a preposterous
1: article! I really like. I love working for the Friday. I love writing for the newsletter. But I think I'd be interested in writing for livegolf.com. <laughs> I,
0: I, would I too. could just
1: have so much fun just <laughs> disingenuously throwing these this language out, this kind of stuff out.
0: I wonder I if we started a if we started a fake fake Live Golf uh, newsletter. <laughs> <laughs> Just over dramatizing <laughs> some of
1: this stuff. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's good. Yeah, Errol Verner, the third on the on the move. We'll keep an eye on livegolf.com content <laughs> in the offseason. So uh, well, can I read it? Go Do you ahead. think
0: this is the first of a series that's gonna break down every every yeah. move?
1: We could do Euline. What's the matter? Are you do you have an attitude problem? Why can't you stick with the team for more than a year? <laughs> What's going on with Peter Yulian?
0: Why why can't Gooch stick with a team? Why why is the yeah. how did the best player in the in the league get traded?
1: Might be like a James Harden situation. Incredible talent, but when it gets lazy or he gets like, if he gets a malcontent, it can infect the whole locker room. So they got to move him on quickly. Um, can I read a listener submission from Argentina? We did yeah. Q school. Let's take Q school. By the way, five qualifiers. God, we're boy, to boy. This
0: a four hour. Bland
1: Hale, Harrison Endicott. Roel Parada and Hayden Springer. Congrats to those five. They get their PGA tour. Awesome yeah, Awesome
0: stories with uh Hayden Springer. Obviously, uh Monday Q's been all over it and did a did a great piece. Uh he put yep. he put one of the best logs on the fire pit when he did the did the piece on Hayden Springer, Springer and, and their family situation with their kid and obviously with uh with their child dying a month ago and him. Yep. Getting this done—it's just one of the incredible remarkable, story. remarkable sports stories of of this year. Yep,
1: happy they have status. Just an incredible, incredible turn of events.
0: Um, and all right, it's we... good. It's good. I mean, you know, listen, the tour lost a burly boy a couple weeks ago. Who? John Rom. Oh, yeah. They br- they brought that hef right back in with Blaine Hale. Rom is the true burly boy.
1: I mean, he's the Aaron Donald, the Burly Boys. That guy's <laughs> guy's a tank. I'm sorry, I hate the football comparisons. He's a legit tank. All right, uh, let me just read something quickly from Argentina news: El Pato is out of jail.
0: How about that?
1: He's, he's reinstated. reinstated. <laughs> this is insane. I don't like a lot of moral moral like relativism stuff going on. Like, yeah, you can't you can't hit women. You can't threaten to hit women shouldn't abuse women at all. Like he probably shouldn't be reinstated. Um it's weird to use that and then also compare it to like the gambling suspensions and stuff or lives like I like yeah there's not degrees of seriousness in this vault. Like this is most serious, but it's hard to legislate or adjudicate some of that stuff. Um he's out. He's out of jail. So they played this famous event from the 1930s in do Argentina. Think, do you think but- that
0: he's going to be invited to the Masters? Um, well, those go out like right now.
1: They get those around Christmas, New Year's, so they would have had to decide. You know, I guess they can send it whenever they want next year. But, um, yeah, I think so. He's out of jail. He's not, on, he's not. there's not a warrant out for his arrest. There's been a lot of like morally sketchy guys that have come and gone for different things. I, I don't know. It's like a hard thing to figure out. It's a big question in my mind. This is not. This is not a be a statement of approval for beating women. I'm not like <laughs> so, like come on. I think he probably is. He's gonna be in that champions dinner. I don't know. Be interesting. I did someone tell me he had like a third grade level of. And he, he advanced three grades while in the clank he like educated himself like dramatically like from third to like something fifth to eighth grade level of whatever understanding on something i don't know if it was math or reading but like he sounds like he really improved himself in jail and t- on the education front i don't know why we're talking about this but here's a uh Story, following, he's out, he's playing, this famous Argentinian event called the uh, the Coast Open. Toasty was down there. Just listen, to this; a lot of good detail in here. Stick with me. Um, individual, he said, I quit FedEx corporate after seven years and moved to Argentina for a sabbatical, let's call it. Here's his highlights from Saturday's final round at Rosario Country Club, where I followed Toasty and El Pato up close. No way. Don't They're know who's- to I guess. Don't know who smoked more darts. Me, El Pato, or the caddies. So El Pato right back on the wagon with the cigarettes. Although I, I'm sure he had those in, in jail. Uh mostly followed on hell, caught a few holes of Toasty, so maybe they weren't together. Yeah. Unfortunately, he was on good behavior. <laughs> he left when the playoff was going between him and the amateur at, at twenty under. I've never seen a harder, smoother, smother hook from a pro than Toasty. He missed it left by 70 yards. El Pato just hammered driver all day despite not needing it. He drove it well. Um, walked the fairways, stood literally on the tee boxes. It was on the fringe. It was $1. fifty for an 18-ounce Stella, uh, seven, $2 for a glass of wine, $0 entry fee, three fifty for a 20-minute taxi ride. Just all, nothing. And all these, I think Neiman was in the field. Just all these guys. Uh, maybe, course was all maybe right.
0: This is the event the shotgun start
1: needs to go to now. Uh, maybe here. it is. It is. They said El Pato was like a reunion out there. Every hole he saw someone he was he knew was hugging, slapping them, even throwing a couple kisses along the way. So he was like a, a hero's welcome, apparently. Uh, it was a private club, but there were kids warming up in t-shirts in between El Pato, laid back. Toasty and his loop, this is my favorite favorite story. Toasty and his loop each downed a hot dog at the turn, but it caught my eye when I saw an additional hot dog being stored in the bag without any sort of napkin or covering. Just the stupidest little detail that I appreciated. Just what? unwrapped napkin, just hot dogs being thrown in the golf bag all willy nilly. That's a great Toasty tale. Just storing hot dogs everywhere. Um. All right. Don't know how Toasty kept his card score, which we know has been an issue for him. He putted out and was on the next tee box without any regard for what was going on. It could have been impossible for him to keep the card, the scorecard. <laughs> he is from Rosario, the hometown, which is perhaps why he was on such good behavior. He just didn't make any putts. He has some shots in his bag, even crazier foot action. He'd be getting applause from the gallery. but be just shaking his head to himself, pissed off, going to the next tee. can definitely see how he has a reputation for running hot. To his credit, he missed a three-footer to extend the playoff, immediately hugged the Argentine amateur and took, home, took off. No anger of anything sort. No one calls Anhel by his name. It's only Pato. Um, he was offering to take photos with everyone before pegging it on every T box. Uh, whatever the guy said. That's it. I'll leave it at that. There's a bunch of other stuff, but uh, they also had ball in hand. He said there, there's bad bad precedent being set by the tour. It was just a little wet, and they're setting ball in hand for this Latino America historic event. But uh, I love the hot dogs just being stored in the bag. Uh, for for safekeeping later on, so it seems like a, an insane practice, but one that Toasty would partake in. Thanks for that, listener. With I wonder if he's going to be
0: doing that on the PGA Tour.
1: You want a Nature Valley bar banana? No, give me a hot dog. I'm just going to throw it in there with my teas. So, all right, let's do a let's do a read for our friends at Club Champions. Down to the wire, before we hit recording, we were both vexed. We we're like, God so hard to think of gifts so annoying to have to run around such a burden make it easier on yourself make it easy gift uh, a club champion fitting for you know your dad your brother whatever it is whoever you got to get maybe your wife maybe your significant other or something maybe they want to get them in this is an entryway even at a beginner level uh, at least to understand what they're doing not a beginner level but but you know maybe not uh as enthusiastic about it as you are You go to Club Champion, use the promo code Friday, you get uh, $100 full bag fitting or $50 fitting with a purchase of any other club, uh, with purchase of any club. Uh, That's their best offer. If you book it, you use that promo code through Christmas. It's still active and alive through Christmas. It's a consumable good. It's something you could use. I don't know consumables, but it's just something that doesn't pile up in the corner of your house, which is what I hate about this time of year. And it takes the pressure off having to be gift, you know, uh, do, you know, go out to the mall and buy a gift. I, I think I have to go Saturday. Maybe I, I'm looking at it. I think that's the only pocket I'm gonna get. Twenty third.
0: I think I, I think gonna I gotta be go Friday. Around here. Oh,
1: Friday. It's Friday suck. It's be so hard even park. But here's a way to avoid that. Go to Club Champion. Use the promo code FRIDEGG, And There, you, there you go. You got him a fitting. You force do you think their I hand. Can get my you make wife them that. Improve. <laughs> no.
0: I, I thought don't we think could get. I thought you could get into golf in 2024. So I got you a fitting.
1: Get the launch monitor there. <laughs> Just try to make contact.
0: <laughs> See her get contact. yourself set up with an elite. <laughs> she's got she's guessing, hit like 400 balls. She hasn't <laughs> hit a club in five years. Probably not the best option,
1: but if your wife is an avid golfer or a semi-avid golfer, it could be one, or your dad, or yourself. Tell your wife this is what you want. Get dialed in um, without taking the stress of having to go anywhere and shop, for God's sakes. Clubchampion.com, promo code FRIDEG. Again, these are the experts. If you're going to get new clubs, you're going to spend money on clubs, might as well be informed about what works and what doesn't work for you, and they'll tell you. If you've got what you set up is is already good, they're not going to say – you know, hey, I, can, I can't I can beat that. They'll tell you, I can't beat that. They're not going to try to sell you a bill of goods. All right. Thanks to them for their support throughout this year interview and all year. Let's pick it back up. We are Scottish Open Week, I believe. Is that right? I think I'm jumping and, in here.
0: And committee.
1: And uh, congressional <laughs> or Senate subcommittee hearing. Again, this is the story of golf in 2023. Somehow we have Senate hearings that's in our year in review. Uh, so the Scottish Open slash... I believe Barbasalt was this week. The Candyman, I think, won the Barbasalt.
0: Oh yeah, that was everybody was booting it down the stretch. David so we went from, David Cohn's kid yes. was
1: we went from like this peerless golf at the Scottish Open, Rory's two iron, Bobby Mack shooting like 64. Incredible golf. And then like this Barbasalt chaser, like eight hours later, where everybody's hitting it off the planet and just trying to make bogey to get through. It's an incredible contrast between that. <laughs> I remember you having a blast with that one.
0: I mean, nobody, um, nobody could get the horse of the bard. They were just,
1: just, it a was just, fight. A, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Um. All right, but first, early in the week, the congressional hearing. They, they, everybody. You got Rod Price called up to, the, and Jimmy Dunn. You know, Yasser and Greg were invited, neglected to show to the Senate Richard Blumenthal's Senate Committee hearing. And this is just a bonanza, an all-time day for golf Twitter. uh, Just a Twilight Zone moments from this week. So as this is all going on, and it's pretty, it's a circus, but it's also a little unsavory. Like, what the fuck are we talking about? Why is this my, my have my attention as a golf fan. But contrasting with that is like, you've got JT and Spieth and Ricky playing at North Berwick, and they're like playing around at the wall. And, you know, Spieth is putting from off the green. It's just like this sort of another contrast of like that can just be your life. Like you can just, you can be involved in the rec game and the great courses, public, private, or otherwise, and having fun out there with friends like they were, or you could, I mean, I guess you can make the Senate subcommittee and pro golf also part of your, your life. Yeah. Too. So it was just a dichotomy there as this was all going on. Um, all right. So what happened here? Um, Dunn, Jimmy Dunn is up there, and he was a little bit, you know, I'm sure the tour's council was kind of on the edge of their seat every time Jimmy Dunn's mouth started going. And he's a, he's a smart guy, but, you know, he free shoots from the hip. And if you're the attorneys, you're probably a little anxious. What's he going to let rip? Uh, he admitted the tour was, quote, unquote, small, and that the power and appeal lay with only a handful of stars. So this was, you know, Jay Monahan at the Players' Championship says that chip says, I have 144 stars out there. You know, the, the, just the pants being pulled down here and <laughs> when we're on under oath and the push comes to shove, like this is what everybody has acknowledged for years. The handful, the tour is small in power. It lays with just a handful of stars. And Liv could, quote, gut us over the next few years if the two sides kept going down this path. He also said, quote, Liv put us on fire. Quite a different message from the year prior that we're stronger yeah. than ever. Legacy, not leverage. You've never had to apologize. We are full student. We've never been I mean, stronger.
0: What about earlier when we did, we had the Monaghan met with media and said that the tour's never been in like a stronger financial position. Yes.
1: Liv put us on fire. Uh, Price, who was much more, uh, I, I don't know, less flair the, at the Senate here and less flair, but very effective. Oh, well, he's an accountant. Right. He was impressive. Said, used the term "quote vulnerability" of the PGA Tour after uh, exhausting everything they believed they could do to defend itself. So it's one or the other. Like you either wanted the money, you saw the billions from the Saudis, and you wanted it, or they had us on fire. They were going to gut us. We were vulnerable. So you know what I mean. Like it's 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 like they're full of shit, one way or the other. You know what I mean. So, um, and it's not Donor Price. It's it's themselves it's kind of the messaging that's where it put forth before uh dunn admitted the rollout june 6th was quote really bad um it just said it was like a, a disaster totally ripping basically PJ tour comms fact that it was represented as a merger says so a really bad essentially called it a clown show the way they un- unveiled the the quote-unquote framework <laughs> agreement so not a merger is this
0: when the softball came out
1: Oh yeah. Document dump games. (laughs) He was adamant the PGA tour would quote, retain control. He also said everything in the agreement is quote, aspirational, which we've (laughs) come to understand. It's like, it's just, yeah, it's not really a document with a ton of heft to it. Um, He said the quote was in more constructive way that Yasser gets a more productive role in the game of golf. Obviously something that's conducive. I loved him throwing the comms under the bus. (laughs) It was a disaster uh senators took great interest in that non-disparagement clause i don't know if you remember that we this was last year interview the the non-disparagement clause came out when they leaked the framework agreement during whatever prior event we already did in this process and they were wondering like basically is everyone on the tour gonna have to be mouthpieces for the kingdom of saudi arabia that's not really the case they were adamant like you don't have to wear saudi insignia uh you can do an endorsement who was
0: the who was the senator that was really got really stuck on that I think it was Blumenthal. Blumenthal. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was Blumenthal himself.
1: Yeah. Ron, uh, Ron Johnson from Wisconsin was basically, you accused him of, of trying to take the vacant policy board seat from Randall. Like, I think he's trying to, cause he was just, I mean, for better or worse, (laughs) just like, why are we here? Why are we getting in the way of business being conducted? (laughs) Why are we like, like, I love you guys, the tour. I love golf. I love the PGA Tour. I love you, Jimmy, he Ron.
0: On, he was on a big podcast circuit, too.
1: Yeah, yeah. He was out there. <laughs> he was out there. You said he's going for the vacant board seat. I thought that was a good one. Uh, he seemed bothered that they were there. What other senators? We had Josh, Haw- Josh Hawley, Missouri.
0: Star, one of the stars of it.
1: Just, just parachuted voice. in. <laughs> Absolutely trying to grill Ron Price. I think Dunn too, but Dunn's like, I don't, I'm just like a
0: businessman on the
1: board. PGA Tour China did not realize China had PGA Tour China had not operated in two and a half, three years since before the pandemic. But he's asking, like, do you not run the tour in China? What why are you doing that? And has nothing to do really with the merger, or quote unquote, the framework agreement. Senator Tom Carper talked about <laughs> Sam Sneed for a long time, for no reason. And then also talked about his own poor golf game in painstaking <laughs> detail, like his fantasy team. Talked about the one time he shot, like, I don't know, 110, and why he wasn't good, and Sam Steed and then never really asked a question of any kind. Just said that.
0: <laughs> Rand Sir, Paul, is there a question is there a question oh No. Here?
1: Rand Paul was talking about, at, not on the committee, but has Saudi Arabia, you know, is, is uh, watching that constantly. Started making a comment about NIL for some reason, about how the (laughs) basketball players are driving Bentleys and Rolls Royces because of NIL. I don't know what this has to do with the PGA Tour. Senator Roger Marshall from Kansas shouted out Gary Woodland, started his (laughs) preamble, then talked for like five minutes about Hunter Biden, cocaine in the White House, Talked about <laughs> men making a milk-like substance. I assume that had to do some sort of gender issue, like cultural issue. Milk-like substance made by men was in this PJ tour hearing. What is happening? And then he never really asked the question, Roger Marshall. So again, as much uh, heat is on the tour at this moment, the Senate didn't exactly co- cover itself in glory. Uh, the tour admits to leaking the documents. Uh, right, Ron Price says, you know, we gave them to the media. Um, then, uh, there's a lot of red meat for like golf Twitter. Like this document dump happens opposite the hearings. Nothing really happened at the hearings. Like, you know, like they did no harm, right? They got out of it without, you know, there was some stunning admissions, but they didn't imperil the deal. They didn't get themselves into legal trouble with the DOJ or anything else. Um, but this dump of documents by the Senate is of far more interest to uh to golf twitter and and probably much more revelatory Uh, a lot of red meat some of it was fantasy um there was the correspondence between everyone with michael klein Mm. advising the PIF, saying the announcement is too big to wait for the definitive so that's when they pushed it out they worried about leaks and insiders and he suggested a softball segment on cnbc to make the reveal there was initial plan to communicate the agreement to board members but that was scuttled because they were rushing it so fast Uh, And there were further nuggets about how Jay would promptly call Rory and Tiger right after CNBC and then call like Rolex, RBC, FedEx. Uh, Pelly got Pelly got like mop up duty, just had to call like Johan, Rupert, Rolex, other sponsors like this communications plan was hilarious. They also suggested Roger Goodell would issue a statement of support. Do you remember this? (laughs) Yes. Complete insanity. The commissioner, of the NFL is going to swerve into this, like, highly controversial, like, golf issue. Who? What? This is as delusional as the Tiger Woods talking points for the Travelers. Where well, she is working his ass off. What? Right? Roger Goodell? Surprisingly, Roger Goodell never issued a statement of support on June 6th or any other time after. Just, uh, Dunn then called this whole rollout very misleading and very inaccurate. So he's just completely burying his own team on that. Uh, there was also Blumenthal referenced a more secretive side agreement that would terminate Greg Norman upon exe- execution of the framework agreement. So this also, everybody pounced on this. There was some secretive deal um, that, that Norman would be terminated as soon as the framework agreement was executed. That doesn't seem to be the path. no
0: uh blumenthal said to price seems like it seems like jay might be gone before yeah (laughs) before norman's gone
1: blumenthal quote just to be clear norman is out of a job price if we reach a definitive agreement we would not have a requirement for that type of position so that's not a no but it's pretty pretty definitive
0: god i just i like that that question and in that tone made me just flash back to ron price sitting in that chair you know, answering questions, just getting fired at. He
1: looked so unhappy to be there. Just dour, but he did a pro, pro's pro job. Um, Yeah, Price added, it would not make sense to keep Norman. So um, what else happened? Pri- like just the documents were pretty damning. Rod Price, like communicate emails to Jay Monahan. He said, you know, Piff and Yasser are very like concerned. They have uh, no conflict, you know, Um, they don't have enough leverage. There's non-controlling minority investor in NUCO. They're concerned it can't adequately protect its substantial investment in Live uh, or NUCO. There's all sorts of uh, NUCO's board acting upon your recommendation will determine the future of LIV. Live golf is important to PIF, but PIF is a minority owner has no decision making authority with respect to LIV's future. And you'll recall Everybody says live is going down. Live is dead is with the merger. Live, live ends on June 6th. So all these emails, like the Piff is clearly pushing back. Like we have concerns, like we won't have any say in the, its future. And then there were all those track changes. I know you did a good job of going back and forth, back and forth about live. will stop. Live will maybe stop. We'll agree to agree on this. And they just totally left it up in the air. They just never actually dealt with the question in the framework agreement. Um, and so Piff kind of won on that one. They pushed back. Um, they could not agree on veto rights at all. Left that up in the air. A lot of the documents, uh, back and forth. Um, and just a ton up in the air and that we're seeing continuing on through, through the end of the year. Uh, Rory says, uh, you know, there was a, I'm sorry, there was in the document dump, they suggested that Rory and Tiger would become live team owners. So there's this best of both worlds. Uh, best of both worlds plan that came out that said Rory and Tiger would both own live teams. They would play 10 events um, each year. It also suggested Yasser would get RNA and Augusta national membership. Do you remember that? I remember like, that. I mean, it's in these documents. That doesn't mean it's true. It's says best of both worlds. Yasser's going to join Augusta and the RNA. Rory and Tiger are also going to own teams. Um, just a lot of sort of some of the border on fantasy. They said they would get OWGR points retroactively, right. which is yeah. just impossible to like figure out how to legislate that. The crazy stuff came out on that, and that people had fun with that one. Um, and Rory gave this quote: "If live golf was the last place on earth to play golf, I would retire." That's how I feel about it. He said that in Scotland, reacting to some of the uh the the documents, the best of both worlds documents. Um, what else happened? Uh, just so much at this so many of these doc, uh in these documents um New York Times they they removed the promise reported that they removed the promises that the two parties will not re- recruit each other's players which we've just seen come home mm-hmm. to roost on that uh with John Rom they had to remove it at a DOJ suggestion this week uh, but yeah, that was it. The documents were just a, a a treasure trove of stuff. With the like, the Yasser getting Augusta National membership was amazing. Like, it's just all about him just trying to get into Augusta National. This whole like three year plague elbowing his way into golf. Does he just want an Augusta National membership? Because it came up yet again. So the best of both worlds stuff was was really the best. Uh, kind of the, the best moment for golf Twitter on this. Um, all right, what else happens this week? Blocky gets snubbed at the ESPYS. Seems really upset. down about it. He was down. He thought he was going to get it. He didn't get it. Um, over in Scotland, the guys are worked up about Jay. He's, I think, just come back, or he's about to come back next week. Uh, Xander says he has a lot of tough questions to answer in his return. I don't trust easily. He had my trust, and he has a lot less of it now. I don't stand alone when I say that. So saying, you know, everybody feels that way. Not not willing to stand out there himself, technically. Uh, he doesn't have my trust he will have to answer a lot of tough questions when he comes back. Um, Plus a
0: lot of trust. That's a common common, uh, common theme.
1: Yeah. My hope is that there there isn't much communication now and that things are a little unsettling and there's a bit of divide between management and the players, if you want to call it that. My hope is that a positive thing coming from that will be more communication, more transparency, and sort of understanding which direction the tour will go with us being sort of the ambassadors of it. So again, kind of precursor to we want all control. More player control. We are the ambassadors of it, but they also want to be the managers of it. Um, the PGA Tour in Scotland, PGA Tour, but probably the DP World Tour, given it, posted a video of Rory McIlroy hitting a persimmon driver and then a modern uh, driver at the Genesis Scottish Open. He flew 60 it. yards shorter, 60 yards shorter, though, uh, with this persimmon. He ripped it. He ripped it. Uh, he said, I must say, hitting a persimmon wood, you can swing as hard as it, hard as it is a 460cc because you can't. Sorry saying it's as hard as a 460cc because you need to hit it in the middle of the club face. uh um,
0: imagine that. Yeah.
1: Smoked it. Uh, then he comes out on rollback. He says, roll back the clubs, roll back the ball, roll back everything after That's hitting great, this
0: persimmon. Great quote.
1: Um, the Scottish was, like, loaded. Eight of the top ten players in the OWGR were playing it. So, again, like... This kind of works if we can make this happen, right? Make multiple swings, multiple carrots when tag it, peg it to the majors. Um, they moved final round tee times up for wind, which got a lot of shit because it's Scotland. It was so windy. It's golf. Why are you moving tee tubs up up for wind? They should play in the wind, Uh, but it worked out fine. and, And yeah, it was very, very windy. Um, so It's early, really early. Everybody has to watch on the CBS app or the streaming deal. Really early in the states. Trevor Immelman says, I think if uh R- Bob McIntyre pars in, he wins, but he bogeyed 16, then hit an outrageous, outrageous birdie on 18. You remember he yeah. yanked his drive way, way left, left. kind of got a good world left in the Did he hit three wood. Earth. It was uh lumber, I'm not sure what he hit three wood to. I don't know, 12 to 15 feet and made the putt. An insane birdie. 18 was like the hardest hole all day. Real or all week, I think. Really hard hole. Playing I feel like hard. that shot
0: got him on the Ryder Cup team.
1: Maybe. Maybe. And he walks off in tears. It was a, I think a 64. Like just a round that wasn't out there. And better than everybody else. Winning his home open in tears. Didn't see that. Rory comes up behind him. Um and I think he birdied, I think he birdied the last two. Yeah, he did. He birdied the right. last yeah. two
0: because he had kind of a bad bogey yeah. coming down the stretch. And it he was like, oh, he's going to be out of it. And then he birdied 17 and 18. Yep. A, he birdied and 17 like, what, like 240 or something? Big, big, big par three. three. Yes.
1: Yeah, uh, It made it two. So he birdied three of the last five and cleaned the last two. Incredible like hour of golf from him. So 18th tee, he's between clubs, 200 yards away, not a mile, 200 yards. Obviously, conditions are tough. Oh, the Uh,
0: conversation was so good. They had the audio. Didn't have a three iron in his bag that week, so
1: he's between a two and a four. So he decides to make the shot, test his creativity, hits a soft two iron. Came out low, finished ten feet from the hole, says, quote, probably. I think he kind of cut it,
0: right? Didn't he say he put a little cut on?
1: The baby, Like a, a little yeah. bit of cut. He says, probably the best shot I hit all year. There's like every angle and nobody can get enough of it, right? There's the behind. There's the sound from like the up close behind the angle. Some guy behind the grandstands like track the ball like this low bullet. Like everybody, like incredible romantic shot. Uh, Rory calls it probably the best he hit all year. So an incredible finish with Bobby Mack. Rory then just it makes the putt too. I think he thought he missed it. He, he was like laughing and it went right in the hole. Uh, and he beats beats Bobby Mack with with the shot of the year. Um, Bacon qualifies for the USAM. So shout out to Shane Bacon. Friday yeah. qualified this year, massive accomplishment. Uh, Rory wins Scottish. Um, Barbasol, Lucas Glover started shot sixty three. So this starts to be Glover rumbling with his broomstick. He's like playing opposite field events. Not a sniff of going to Britain for anything. Going to the Open, Scotland, Scottish Open, nothing. And then, like, within four weeks, it's like, he should be on the Ryder Cup. Kind of an incredible he's a
0: he, Well, not only in a Ryder Cup, he's a TGL player.
1: Right. In- <laughs> Amazing.
0: Come up. Playing the Barbasol. Um, he was still riding uh, riding uh, coach on 6 a.m. flights yeah, out of Memphis. Yeah, from Memphis.
1: That's right. That's right. Uh, this week, also, Lydia Ko was playing Lift Clean in Place at the Dana Open. I think, it, what is that, Northwest Ohio? And it was not Lift Clean in Place except for two holes. Kind of a weird deal. They Lift Clean in Place only in two holes. And then she got jammed like seven shots for that. Uh, John Rom and Callaway extend their deal with Rom getting equity in the company. Good year for John Rom. And then last but not least this week, an incredible look back here on December 20th. 2.21 p.m. July 10th, 2023. Tweet from Brentley Romine. NCAA officially announces that Spike, Spike Mark, a new company founded by former UCLA coach Derek Freeman, will replace longtime partner Golfstead as NCAA's provider for all golf scoring and ranking services beginning this fall.
0: Spike we all Spike that. no more. <laughs> completely out. They're out completely. We didn't even cover it. They're completely out. Doesn't their exist. Name, their name is gone.
1: Doesn't exist. So that was good to find in July in the year of view, knowing what would come. All right, that does it for Scottish wow. Open week. And the you got uh, through
0: that quick.
1: The hearings. <laughs> yeah, I, I I mean, we could go crazy on the hearings, but the documents you can look up. The the best of both worlds presentation was hilarious. How they got there. So, all
0: right, let's go to the open. You're okay. starting. You got the lead up. I oh, I got we... the open. That's right. Yeah, right. I've got and the. I got the. I got right. the days of it. That's right. Let's do a little
1: course stuff. A lot of uh quote unquote internal OB drama. Three and eighteen, 18. are the big ones, right? Three, you kind of cut the court. You know, you could send it over it. It was kind yeah. of a really cool hole. Ended up being a great hole, and so was eighteen uh, all week.
0: Amazing. I got a lot of stuff from round one on that. Okay. Okay. Um,
1: so there then there's like also Bunker Gate. A lot of consternation early. Michael Kim had some great insights. He's throwing the ball down. It's not just how they're hollowed or they're not bold, right? So there's no bowl. So the balls are going up against the edges. They're more flat. And people are calling this out Monday, Tuesday, faxing, and talking about it on golf channel. And then there's also the rake issue. And Michael Kim's throwing balls in the they they're they're wide grooves and they're like sticking in between the grooves. So they're bitching about the rake. Uh the rake pattern, and then also that the the bunkers aren't bold enough, and the ball's not gravitating away from obviously many of the the walls. So many troughs and too many too flat. Uh, elsewhere on the course, uh, little eye as it's called, the seventeenth hole Wee starts I. to come into the crosshairs. <laughs> Wee I, we eyes. Pete Cowan, the legendary teacher, talked to bunker Bunker's online. Said, who said
0: that it was going to ruin someone's career? <laughs>
1: Pete, Pete Cowan, <laughs> quote: I hate it. Very deliberate, very pointed there. I haven't heard a player say a good thing about it. They'll just deal with it. It could ruin somebody's career if the wind goes in the wrong direction. All of a sudden, there's bad luck rolling down from the wrong place. Why would you make 120 to 130-yard par 3 impossible? It's called an infinity green, and that could be it. They could be playing infinitely backwards and forwards across the green. (laughs) Back and forth, back and forth. I hate it. It's going to ruin somebody's career. Uh, the players never really
0: ripped it. There should be there should be a, a award for worst golf design um in the, of the year. And oh this should win it. Oh god. Uh, yeah, the players didn't really rip it.
1: But they also didn't say anything great about it, which is probably the sign of a bad hole. Cuz if you have players pissed off and ripping it, maybe something might be provocative.
0: I thought the best summation of was Garrett, who said that it's really a feat of skill to create a hole that's that's too difficult for Remember. member play, yeah. but too easy for pros. just
1: bland for pros. Yeah. Bland, bland to unplayable, but nothing <laughs> in between, basically, is what the, it seems like it the could other, be.
0: The other thing that I found reading Shackelford <laughs> was that the he he made a point of you know the they built the green so high, like they built the Infinity green, and it's just like you know, this is the this is what happens when you have contractors and somebody that doesn't ever make visits and you know, it's just generally but anyways he he the, get the, another the email the infin- I am gonna get another email. I <laughs> can't wait for it. I won't respond to it again. <laughs> Um, but anyways, the, um, the, the, the green was built so high, you know, you build these infinity greens. And one of the things is you think about like the way you look out into the landscape and the green was built so high that it blocked like the great view of like the Welsh countryside. And then they built it so high infinity. The bunkers were so I mean, that's what made. It's completely unplayable for any member. I I love the feedback that members often skip the whole. Skip it, yeah. Because you can walk just jump. straight to yeah. walk straight yeah. to the 18th tee. I mean,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then the silly sand scrapes. Oh,
1: yeah, making uh, Brit, me
0: go back.
1: So the players like everybody's asked about it. It's just you know what we do at majors. You get to find something on the course, and everybody jumps into it. The players don't really rip it. No one says anything great. Brooks was like most effusive. He's like, ah, I like it. It's I like par threes. I don't know. It's a par three. You know, Brooks is in his way. He didn't crush it. Rom had some sort of weirdly like almost indecipherable quote about got philosophically twisted in pretzels. He's like, if it's unfair, uh, it's not fair unless you say it's unfair. He just kind of mumbled. The Brown didn't say anything. It was like, are you going to take? It's it's only unfair if you make it unfair. Is what he said more or less and it's like is he going to be that sort of calm if his ball's rolling off back and forth back and forth i'm pretty sure he's going to call it unfair and curse it out but he was trying to play calm on that one um elsewhere outside of the uh, open this week blocky and dj Collin are doing things together blocky's holding out with dj Collin just getting a ton of well, uh, impressions on that
0: you're rolling um, into
1: my week oh i did or you're in, into my days Oh, Thursday. Shit, sorry. Okay, I thought that... It was. Did you have the protesters storming
0: Sabonic this week? Oh, I, didn't, I didn't have it.
1: That might have been a practice round day. I was worried I jumped. This was hilarious. I mean, these guys heckling these billionaire players, these millionaire uh, players. You've got these these kind of tree huggers are running onto the greens at Sabonic, heckling these guys. You suck! God, how do you play? How do you pay that much money to be that bad at golf? Like it's just a ridiculous scene. There's like some angry staffers trying to escort him off. Really funny moment from the summer. Um, we wonder if there's like a lack of juice for this Open Championship. And we had been personally so ramped up for LACC, right? We haven't seen that course, the major championship play. It's on the year after St Andrews, so we're like, is this like the least? I don't know, anticipated open. It did, we weren't like, we're not we are not happy, it's happening. we're love, we're ready to go. It's just kind of s- snuck up on everybody, right? Without a lot of hype based after the open of L- St. Andrews and then after LACC. Rory skips his presser again. You know, that became his sort of MO there at that point in the summer. Um, we had a lot of Dan Bradbury chat. This was when we discovered Dan Br- Bradbury being in the field after like, not making a cut. <laughs> yeah. It
0: was just not good and a side note on thursday this just fits this will cross something off my list cam Smith was waiting by the first tee he was the first alternate he was 55th in the world but dan cam bradbury Smith? or no, cam uh cam davis okay yeah 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 i got i yeah. got hung up on the camera Yeah, there. <laughs> <laughs> but cam, cam davis is the 55th in the world uh, sitting on the first tee, waiting for somebody to WD doesn't get in. It's like, wait, what are we doing here?
1: Dan Bradbury won the uh, something on the Sunshine Tour in like December, like seven months, and he yes. did it again this year. He just did it. He's going to be <laughs> intrude.
0: Well, it seems that that's his, he's a specialist down there. But He never
1: makes a cut
0: between them, so he gets in uh, a lot where, of. Be- that's where Fahrenheit F- four fifty one vibes are down in South <laughs> Africa.
1: A lot of Beatles, you know, crowbarred into everything in the pre-Roma. Uh, Rory's got, like, Beatles shoes. Nike does some Beatles-themed shoes. I suggest the Beatles might be overrated. We
0: have yeah, I had that in mind. A
1: lot of Matthew Jordan buzz, the hometown kid, comes back. Uh, he gets the, gets the opening tee shot. He talks about it in terms of club championships. I won three until I had to start playing the amateur stuff. So, a lot of – he was an early story. Um, Rory – Shane Lowry and Patty Harrington get sort of popped on the first tee. They go to play a practice round. Some marshal or somebody goes, do you have a tee time? And Lowry's like, we've got four claret jugs here, lads, on the tee. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> so that came from one of these, uh, like, behind the scenes videos. The Open did some great YouTube, like, a, a day in the life. with was kind of not narrated, just a lot of, like, color audio video. He goes, we got four claret jugs between the three of us, lads. Why do we need a tee time? Um, Unbelievable. Ron plays multiple rounds with Phil. Then he has this press conference. I talked about his quotes on little eye. Kind of astonishing quotes at this point. Everybody's out for blood with Jay. You had Xander. You had Scotty Scheffler. You had Jordan Spieth the week prior talking about transparency. Where is like the trust? We've lost some trust. Nobody knows what's happening. Scheffler was saying something similar in Scotland. That was like a big theme at the uh, Scottish Open. You have Ron at the open, now
0: gone, praising, praising uh, Monahan. Yeah, he's, he gave him a, a bow of confidence.
1: Yes. He said, quote, he's done a fantastic job at the helm of the tour. Though he acknowledged the deal. I think this is from a uh, golf channel, Lavner. He acknowledged the deal between t- tour and PIF was unexpected. He said the tour decides d- deserve t- two sides deserve time to work out the details. I don't know if he ended up giving them that time, but maybe he did. The turn they took without us knowing was very unexpected, he said. But I still think he's been doing a great job. Right now, after that happened, I think it's only fair to give them time, the right time to work things out. I still think they have the best interests of the players at heart. All we have right now, it's a framework agreement. It's agreement to have an agreement. We really don't have anything right now to be able to say or judge what they've done. So, has his faith in management, Monaghan in particular, Has it changed? He said no. Again, he still has all the time to work this agreement to basically prove that this was the right decision. Um, there's a lot of chatter about like, is he pissed? Should he have been made whole for not taking the money? And he didn't share that viewpoint. He says I wasn't forced into anything. Do I think they absolutely should? Um, do I, do I think they absolutely should be? And there must be compensation for those who didn't go. He's referring to no. I just stayed because I think it's the best choice for myself and for the golf I want to play. We all had a chance to go to live and take the money and we chose to stay at the PGA Tour for whatever reason we chose. I already make an amazing living doing what I do. I'm extremely thankful. And that all happened because of the platform the PGA Tour provided me. As far as I'm concerned, they've done enough for me and their focus should be on proving the PGA Tour and the game of golf for future generations. He says, but if there is some like reward for high profile players who said no, he says, quote, I'm not going to say no. But I don't feel like I'm owed that, is what he's saying. Right now, it's a game of waiting. Hopefully, they can reach a partnership that they both are happy with, what the outcome is going to be. And everybody can move on and be the best golf product we can put out there. Whatever that looks like, I don't know. Like a massive endorsement for Monaghan. Massive from Rahm, when a lot of people were still like, you know, what's what's he think about all this? You know, he was sort of mercurial and just a real big endorsement for Monaghan. And now he's gone really a big change between july and now um scheffler scotty scheffler in his press conference bristled at putting critiques like was oh, not a, and yes. then like went out and lost a billion strokes on the green i, I
0: have i have some of the quotes from from that uh scheffler from, was it on the was that during play? during the tournament yeah oh About, okay I got, I got there's more to that story as we get into the tournament. Okay. He, says it's like, he said it was like fabricated by media. I'll, I'll get there. And then the okay. next day he lost like four shots on the green.
1: <laughs> All right, maybe that's yours then. Maybe I'll leave that for you. But yes, <laughs> he bristles at the putting strokes. But he did say, like, um, I think if you asked me whether I was in college, uh, it could be 27 and six wins of major players, I'd say I'm satisfied. But then you get to the other side and you win one tournament, you want to win two and two turns into three. It's never enough. It's kind of an interesting perspective for an elite player. I wasn't even close to becoming satisfied with last year's season. Golf is one of those games where I don't think you ever really achieve that satisfaction. You're always asking for more. Kind of an interesting, mature perspective. Um, Marty Sleeps has his press conference. They announced the African Amateur, just strictly run by the RNA, not with the Masters or USGA or anything like that. They're going to have African African Amateur with an exemption into the Open. Um, And then he gets pretty coy about Saudi money coming to majors. So not just this NewCo thing. He sort of dodges it. Um, he says uh, significant increases in prize money. He's also suggesting like this prize money is unsustainable. This race to incredible purses. Significant eas- increases in prize money in the men's professional game has resulted in the long-term reassessment of the business model for professional golf. As custodians of the game, we have to balance the prize fund at the open with ensuring the appropriate investment in grassroots and new golf initiatives. Ensuring pathways are in place for elite am- from elite amateur golf to the professional game. And most importantly, promoting women and girls golf, both amateur and professional. There's no doubt that our ability to achieve this has been impacted by the much more rapid acceleration in men's professional prize money than we anticipated or planned for. So again, suggesting the arms race in men's golf is dramatically hurting their ability to invest in some of their grassroots initiatives. So... He says, we have a large number of corporate partners that help us make things happen. I think the world has changed in the last year. It's not just golf. You're seeing it in football. You're seeing it in F1. You're seeing it in cricket. I'm sure tennis won't be that far behind. So leaving the door open for a Saudi element or investment in golf, after also saying they can't keep up with the prize funds and also fund all these grassroots, you know, that governing bodies do. Um, yeah, world of, the world of sport has changed dramatically in the last 12 months and is not feasible for the RNA or golf to just ignore what is a societal change on a global basis? We will be considering within all the parameters that we look at with the options that we might have. So quite not not saying no to any the question of maybe Saudis having money in freaking major championships. So that's it for the pre-tournament uh, days. Let's take it off to the, the tournament
0: championship. All days. right, let's go. The uh, The Open debuted a new slogan. Do you remember what it was? No. What was it? forged by nature and i know you love this marketing jargon so i i got it all written out for you i forgot about we got a couple slogans that in my weeks that they did you know we got a new fedex cup slogan who knows if we'll get there at the pace we're going we're going
1: we're flying windham will be fast 3m will be fast we're going
0: lynx golf is nature in all its unforgiving force And the open is where nature is pitted against the very best of the very best. It's where champions must set aside what came before alone. Skill and years of diligent preparation are not enough. Here on the Lynx course, every hole is made new as the wind and weather shifts. And it has been this way since the first golfers placed the first tees and the first turf. Lynx golf is how our game began. (laughs) Playing on unforgiving shores where raw landscapes meet the sea. These are fairways and greens shaped by nature, except for Little Eye. I, I was going to uh, say this was sand. the worst possible
1: <laughs> course to de- to de- to, de- to be forged by nature.
0: <laughs> there are there is perfection in every imperfection. Links golf is much more than a battle of skill and nerve told in scorecards. It is every player's turmoils and strengths. At the Open, our game is played out uh, for the world to see. The test remains as stern as it ever was, and the rewards even greater. All right, I'm I'm done with this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, terrible. Forged by nature. Um. So, Crystal Lamprecht, our guy, I, uh, leads yeah. the open with uh, Fleetwood and Grumpy Griot after round one. Okay, <laughs> I remember that. So uh, Lamprecht is six foot eight and can max out at 141 swing speed and 210 <laughs> ball speed. Jeez. So ha- Harmon's one back at this point. Home is two back. It's the best opening round of his major career. Uh, Scotty is two back. Also, he missed two time ty- or he shot 70. He missed two shorties, um, like two very short putts victor shoots 70 brooks shoots 70 rory shoots 71 rom shoots 74 which was like a really bad opening round we'll get into maybe why rom was a little frustrated you know yeah um yeah. jt shoots 82 had like a just a disaster of an 18th in the bunkers remember yeah. that it was a yeah. disaster day, capped off by 18 so a... he tries to yep Tries to hit like a chip shot and it goes back in. He has to chip out sideways. Um, His last two major rounds are 81, 82. Um, So obviously like kind of a low, low point. And Jake probably hopefully the low point in his career um, from a performance standpoint. Right. Um, Liverpool member Matthew Jordan shoots 69 in the first group off. It It was just, you know, super cool. Started a a really cool, you know, not a blocky story, but a cool story in its own right. You know, unfortunately, we haven't heard much about Matthew Jordan through the rest of the year, although it was a really neat story, right? Yeah. Yeah. He didn't really capitalize like blocky. Um, Liverpool plays one point two shots harder in the afternoon. um, And then like the star of the show uh, of the day are the holes with OB. So they immediately have like this massive impact it's like a psychological impact on 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 play so yep. i wrote in the newsletter about 18 and you wrote on uh, about three a little bit and so it, this is from your section is that this combined with andy's notes on the intrigue of the 18th above makes you wonder even more about the newfangled par 3 motivated not by history but for the desire uh but the desire for championship drama like that scene at the pen penultimate hole at tbc sawgrass the two most exciting holes and some of the most thrilling shots to watch in round one were o- owing to the design around the course's most historical hazard and penalty the plot of internal out of bounds so you know it wasn't this manufactured design that uh that Ebert made it was just what the course was, and there's some stuff that out there that has been changed um, that probably should be put back. That had more out of bounds, which would have made it cool. So some three examples, so good. yeah. Three was so fun to watch. So Cam Smith on three, he didn't really know what to do, and he chunked chunked an iron off the third. <laughs> it went 176 yards. <laughs> It left him 250 in and just like <laughs> give a juxtaposition Lamprecht uh, just pulled out driver and carried everything and made birdie so it was like you know they these guys had like what everybody settled on was kind of like playing an iron to the left yeah. edge of the fairway at the bend yeah. Yeah. but Lamprecht just went over everything like it gave you yeah. these like but everybody was terrified of this OB so 18 was like I mean it was unbelievable all week like the car crashes that came in on 18 so ricky was t5 oh yeah and we didn't see any of ricky all day that's right so the story of round one we saw every shot of marcel seam do you remember that (laughs) vaguely
1: yeah now that you say it
0: it was like a lot of seam covers. like every shot of marcel (laughs) seam we saw but ricky we hadn't seen any of and he plays 18 they hadn't even showed it he had two out of bounds so he gets derailed he gets two out of bounds on the 18th he's t5 going into the 18th it's two out of bounds um adam scott um a lot of so guys was, kept shipping it way left of, yeah, out of fear so, right like so, through yeah so adam scott's one under when he gets to 18 hits his first one out of bounds then hits his second one way left over a fence on the left so it's like th- this hole That's is just right. wrapping people into a pretzel yep. right yeah um later in the in the event i think it was on on sunday or saturday hatton made was cruising along he made a nine on the hole and he had two out of bounds and then he turned around and did like the shotgun to the hole you know? yeah yep i remember that <laughs> um so Phil comes out in a in a high flyer's long sleeve T shirt, <laughs> like he was wearing just like a, a mock, t- like it was like a long sleeve T shirt, It's like
1: a dry fit or something,
0: right? Yes. It was like a, that that material. Looked, it looked like he was like a, a you know like a it looked like my dad like would look like he was wearing like a tucked in. like tucked in yeah. long sleeve shirt and like yeah. some athletic pants. <laughs> not a cape (laughs) yeah um hovland (laughs) i think you made a joke about how he was just missing the cape (laughs) hovland hovland got shit on by a by a seagull when he was about to take it away yeah um take away like an approach shot uh septic tank hit one of the shots of the year where he he was left of the pin on eighteen hot bunker between them short-sighted like it looked like he had no chance he bumped it into the face of the bunker which had popped over trundled down Amazing. to the hole and yep. jt tried a similar shot that led to this like disaster in the bunker uh-huh. ernie ells came off the top rope oh <laughs> yeah so bob Herrick got this for si he R-J, calls for an right? entire entire replacement of the pga tour policy board if this happened in my day, in my prime, there's no way he's around it's about Jay Monaghan. No way. And the board has to change. You do shit like this. I'm sorry. It's not right. Talk to us. Tell us what's going what you're going to do. Plan, to, uh, plan on negotiating. Just, don't just go rogue as a member of the board and come back with a deal and think we're all going to say yes. You're affecting people's lives. You're affecting the professional game. It's just so bad. And for these guys, the PGA Tour leadership, to go out there and do what they did just off the cuff as a board member, do a deal nobody knows. The commissioner is supposed to be the guy running our tour. These board members make a deal or so-called deal with no input from the players. It's absolute shambles. I'm worried. I spent almost 30 years on tour playing against Tiger. People don't mention me, but I was there. He needed somebody to beat because Phil wasn't there. He didn't say that. That's me. Adding. <laughs> that's
1: good. That's not the quote, but
0: that's it's not true. Ernie. Ernie didn't, Ernie, Ernie didn't add the Phil quip. That was just me. <laughs> There's a lot of guys who, who did a lot for this tour. They helped the tour. They helped build the game. Are you kidding me? And then this bullshit. I think Yasser needs to come out and say what he's thinking. He's going to be chairman of this new coach, chairman of the board. Whoever is the commissioner, whoever's left, they're literally going to be answering to him. I don't know what the hell they can't see that. Um, How the hell they can't see that? Nearly 30. So this is just from the article. Nearly 30 years ago, Els was a rising superstar in the game. He had just won his first major uh, championship in 1994. US Open played at Oakmont. Later that year, he received a call from Norman, now the commissioner of live golf, who then was one of the game's top players, but also was trying to start a rivalry a league that paid uh, that would pay guarantees for b- big purses. Um, I was 24 at that time. He called me in Japan at the Dunlop Phoenix uh, tournament. He asked me, are you coming? I said, I can't do it. I want to play major golf. I was just starting out. I said, no, and I probably would have done the same today. We all look like idiots now.
1: I forgot. He just—he kind of stole the show there for half a day. The open Un- unloaded. Jay's like a clown. Everybody's got to go. Don't um, this bullshit. Basically said he would fight Jay if this yeah. happened in his day, more or less. Like Steve
0: Marino. Yeah. So big Urn just coming in. <laughs> he also said something about like how he's upset the South Africans didn't talk to him. You know. Okay, was mad at Louis and for just going, Yeah, Charles. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah um, the bunkers obviously are the big story uh-huh. as they the lead up, and this is where it all played out. Balls are it was awesome. It was so awesome. You guys, are Finau had to putt from a spot in the bunker. Remember that he had to putt like yep. you know, yep. it's just like insane shit happening. Right? Yeah. Yep. so matthew jordan i haven't seen the bunkers like this at all i don't know who's annoyed annoyed the green keeper but yeah to have them they're just so flat and they're so penal you just can't hit it any hit it in any bunkers whatsoever
1: <laughs> it's like going in like a manhole and it's just oh, <laughs> god. <laughs> it
0: was so much fun
1: <laughs> they were so mad
0: i mean the jordan
1: testimony was what was damning like the members like look this isn't how the course is played (laughs) seems like you're going over the ledge all right
0: so he said he found two shots near sod stacked faces that otherwise would have been normally easy and no bother during member play he goes on we know how penal the fairway bunkers are but even the green side ones this week you can (laughs) drop two shots just like that He was surprised at how harsh they are, really. But I guess there you go. It's Lake's golf. Um, it's (laughs) It's heavily, heavily underrated how much of a difference that makes, like they do at St. Andrews. So you're going to see a lot of guys, like I said, say maybe right up against the face, trying to hit it as hard as possible. I think over the course of the tournament, it's worth at least an extra shot um rory these bunkers are just dot 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 he said pausing in his post round with sky sports they're really tough the ball just doesn't (laughs) seem to go to the middle it always wants to go into the face shane lowry (laughs) you stand on uh, on every tee and almost every bunker is in play you're just trying to figure out a way Uh, out out what to do because if you lay back you're playing for pars if you take it out and hit a bad shot you end up in a bunker it's a penalty shot basically all right the coverage was a disaster it was awful when it passed it to NBC, it was it was unwatchable and a college football icon chimed in it was so bad that it got a college football icon to chime in i can't believe you don't remember this uh who chimed make... in
1: who got mad about the car um oh it's escaping me
0: <laughs> none other than auburn ball coach Hugh. oh Freeze. my god
1: <laughs> Hugh, Hugh Freeze, Freeze. mad about the commercial load
0: <laughs> he tweets woke up early to wash a bit of the open pulling for fleetwood this week home is a special place to win but is it just me, or is there an enormous amount of long commercial breaks? And then he, he tagged at USA Network.
1: Oh, Hugh Freeze. God, trying to be populist. Went win over golf Twitter. Everybody's <laughs> doing the Larry David gol- uh, gif. Like, Hugh Freeze, making the worst person you know made a point you agree with or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> That's good.
0: It was um, bad. The coverage cuts to a guy... On, on an empty beach. Say, wasn't Zainer like
1: uh, going <laughs> crazy about some guy, like some 300 pound guy hitting balls <laughs> on the beach.
0: Yeah. So Zinger compared the guy on the beach to both Seve and Harry Barden in a two minute span. <laughs> <laughs> Zinger, Zinger has some unbelievable, unbelievable Like he's Seve
1: on the beach in Pedrera or whatever. This guy, I remember being, he was like enormous. He was like 300 pounds. I think his <laughs> belly was falling out of the front of his shirt when yeah. in the follow through. Yeah. But I, I distinctly remember this. All right. Um, Savi and Harry Varden. Jesus.
0: We discovered the world feed. Or maybe I did. I talked about it. Oh, yeah, we it. had that going. And then, the then it was just yeah, like yeah, everybody yeah. was just yeah. talking about the difference between the world feed and yeah. NBC. Yeah. It was yeah. crazy. Um, so Blocky... And DJ Khaled won the We the Best classic to tie it tie up your thing. Where he got, the, I think he got the whole he hold out on camera.
1: Just unrelenting, he's inevitable.
0: And I just got I debuted my morning routine, my early morning uh, yeah. routine. Yeah, it was thanks to Professor Kevin Moore, a Georgia University of Georgia professor gave me a dynamite morning routine when you got to get up early in the morning. The routine is you wake up, you take a cold shower, then you do push-ups or some sort of physical activity, and you can't drink two, uh, coffee for two hours, and you're set. You're set. Your body's yep. body's yep. good to go. I can't wait to cover opens from the West Coast and do this m- morning routine for years to come.
1: You were doing that with the Ryder Cup, right? When we were in yeah. New York, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's a, good, it's a good thing. I started doing push-ups,
0: too. I didn't do the shower, though. All right, Friday, the bunkers are changed. The, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> the RNA has to put out a memo. It said, we would like to advise you of an adjustment we have made to the way the bunkers are raked overnight. Yesterday afternoon, the bunkers dried out more than we have seen in recent weeks, and it led to more balls running straight up to the face uh, than we would normally expect. We have therefore raked all the bunkers slightly differently to take the stand up one revet on the face. We re- routinely rake bunkers flat at most open venues, but decided this adjustment was appropriate in light of the drier conditions which arose yesterday. We will continue to monitor this closely for the remainder of the championship. So the the crew, the grounds crew, like worked all night to change all the bunkers.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I mean, like people were mad about you know you're pampered. Why are you giving in to these guys? But like, I don't know. It was, it was a legitimate gripe if that's not how the course normally is, right? I don't know, but anyways. It was, it was, I thought it was fun. Yeah. The flat bunkers? Yeah, it's fun for us. Yeah, it's great.
0: Bunker, bunkers can't be hazards. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, so after, the, after day two, Harmon leads by five over Fleetwood and four over Septic Tank. Septic wow. tank birdied six of his last seven holes. Oh shit. Burning Another shit. member of the top five, which we were particularly shocked about, Shub Sharma. Because oh, we Sharma. Talked, we were like, How did Sharma get in? Yeah. And then he was around the whole the whole day. That's right. Ma- <clears throat> Matthew Jordan shoots seventy three. He's he's in the top fifteen. You know, he hangs around. Super cool. Um, Lampreck shoots 79, makes the cut on the number. Almost <laughs> misses the cut after leading. All right, let's get into to Brian Harmon's round. This is okay. this is probably the round of the tournament for him. Okay, um, It's not easy. It was a tough day, and he was just sensational. So he birdies f- four of the first five holes, just gets okay. off to a hot start, then he makes 12 pars, so 12 straight pars after the first five, and then he makes eagle on 18. Oh, God. Okay. So I wrote in the newsletter, if he plays even par golf the rest of the way, he has a great chance for winning the major. The big question is that the rest of the tournament will will be whether or not the lefty blows up. I mean, it's so rare you're saying that on Friday. It, I mean, Friday afternoon of yeah. a major. Yeah. And nobody even touched 10 under. Nobody got to 10 under. What, and he finished, he finished at 13.
1: Okay. Okay, gotcha. So
0: nobody even got to ten at a point yeah. in the tournament, and yeah. he was there on on Saturday. His big shot, like the big shot, I think if you look back on the whole tournament, is this round. So he he hit in the fairway bunker on twelve, and he had he had just done an unbelievable job avoiding bunkers. I think he had okay. hit one. Like what what was becoming clear was like how much of a control test. This golf course was like it was just about avoiding bunkers, you know, keeping the ball in play and and plotting your way around. So he hits it in the bunker on 12. He has to chip out backwards and he misses the green Okay, and he chips in for par. And it just like it got oh, him yeah. going. He kind of yeah. like just got him going. And yep. um, so after the round, he said, I love the golf over here. I missed four or five cuts in a row coming over here and I couldn't figure out why I wasn't playing well. Then the last couple of years, I had some good finishes and it just kind of felt like, all right, now at least I feel like I love the golf and I'm playing decently over here. Um, Then he says, I've been a hunter my entire life. British press just sank (laughs) their teeth into this. Yes. 72 hours. I enjoy the strategy of it. We eat a lot of wild meat at my house. So I enjoy butchering and I do a lot of hunting.
1: Might as well have been an alien at that point. Just dropped in. The notion of hunting.
0: <laughs> the rest, every day after this, we have hunting questions. <laughs> like nonstop. stop. DJ shoots 81 to miss the cut. You made a point, I think, in the newsletter about how Polina and, and, and Netflix, and the Netflix shows, like, if you, you don't think he's going to be great. To... Th- yeah, it's, yeah, it's like, you, you don't know DJ. And he had just, like, without a doubt, the worst year of his career or r- recent career in, in majors. Yep. Um, JT missed the cut. He shoots 71 day two, um, obviously after the 82, but big props for talking. He went and okay. talked to the media. You know, a lot of people would have just gone out of there. Neither one of us wanted anything to be bad when it comes to golf, but we're we're working hard. We're trying as hard as we can. There's nobody that shot 82 that hit some quality shots that I did <laughs> I yesterday. I it doesn't make any sense. I'll hit shots like the number one player in the world, and then I'll make a nine on my last hole of, of the tournament.
1: I think I parsed that language. It's like, well, how many people shot 82? Right, I mean, how many? Like the way he said it was, there was no one who shot eighty two who hit the shots that I did. It was like, well, yeah. How many other guys shot eighty two? Maybe one, or I don't know.
0: So, it was, was a, little a little Woody Austin, little Woody Austin in yeah, there. I know yeah. Woody Austin talked about Tiger. Yeah. He, he yeah. hit all the same shots. Yep. Um. So Hatton did the 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 shotgun. This is where he made the nine on the last hole. Um. Speaking of the 18th hole, Woodland hit it way left and then hit a fairway wood from way left and just spoke the fence the, the yeah, <laughs> yeah like the
1: the, the metal fence thing. yes the metal barrier thing yep
0: they uh they put a shuttle cam out
1: <sighs> is it crotch cam not quite no not crotch, not cam. crotch cam. <laughs> shuttle cam <laughs> just riding from the range to the back to the whatever <laughs> yeah just a three pointless or four camera. Men sitting on a camera, sitting on a cart doing nothing. One of the, right.
0: NBC's great innovations was yeah. Shuttle Cam. Shuttle Cam, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> the bad Aziger had a nonsensical quote. It just doesn't make any sense. Oh. <laughs> the better you play, the less popu- popular you are. If you're not winning tournaments, everybody loves you. What does that mean?
1: <laughs> <laughs> like you're more a sympathetic figure if you're like losing a lot or something.
0: I think it was about JT. Oh, I don't know though. <laughs> I just found it. It's like what?
1: <laughs> I just remembered his one from Sunday. I can't wait oh. to get to it. I can't wait.
0: There's there's a better there's two. There's okay. one from Saturday. That's okay. unbelievable. <laughs>
1: All right, I can't worry on J.T.
0: It. JT. will be just okay. J.T. is one of the most talented guys out here. shoot 69 a couple couple. Uh, at TPC Sawgrass a couple years ago and 40 mile an hour wins. and I always remind him of it. I always go back to that, and if J.T. can put that sort of display in those conditions, yeah, we all go through r- bad patches. That's golf. There's not one player in the world that hasn't, but he's got the right people around him, and he's got the right work ethic to get himself out of it. Um, do you remember Tom Kim uh, sprained his ankle? He tore a yeah. ligament. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I a grade now. one ligament tear in his Kept ankle. Playing. Yeah. Yeah. He like stepped wrong on like a curb. Yeah. And he played through it. So that.
1: Um, I remember Tron alleging it was like for full swing. <laughs> it's like to create drama for a full swing episode. They were like pumping that up. But I don't know. All right.
0: What else? All right. So. Um, Fitzy makes a triple on on seventeen. He imploded and everybody's oh is is seventeen gonna ruin Fitzy's career. Little I. <laughs> so and on Tuesday, the the quote, uh Fitzy, have you played the new seventeenth Fitzpatrick? I have. Your thoughts. Interesting. And then there's like a like after. Anything else? I'll leave it at that. Oh, I didn't get that. I forgot. Okay um rory has done nothing uh well like and he's t12 okay rom and rory are playing together and rom is just irate about the photographers and me- media media he misses a putt and he just yells like fuck yeah and it just yeah. D- doesn't get dumped it. on the yeah. on the war yeah. on the world feed and then afterwards he says I'm trying to walk and there's no way too many people. Or there's way too many people in my way and I can't go at my pace because they're in my way. Then I'm walking off 18. and I'm trying to deal with an unlucky moment on 18 and there's somebody with a boom right up my ass, keeping up with Rory's pace and I can't go at my own pace. That's kind of the disregard that I, I existed. That's all.
1: little, uh, yeah. Maybe some underlying issues there with that quote, but uh, uh, yeah, there's there's
0: always been rumors of underlying jealousy of of Rory, or and
1: yeah, uh, yeah, resentment about the not Rory himself, but the sort of
0: yeah, the attention and
1: spotlight. I I don't know if it's straight jealousy, yeah, like a little bit of resentment of the spotlight, like
0: yeah. And and this seems to be a moment where he wasn't playing well. And it bubbled over.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, boom mic up my hates cameras, we're told many times. Hates cameras in all their forms. We're <laughs> worried about Netflix cameras getting bludgeoned at the Ryder Cup when he had to agree to that. But that you could see it's a combination of things, so for that quote. All
0: right. All right. So Saturday, it was supposed to be really bad weather, but it never came. It was pretty docile. So it was like okay. the day where everybody could go out and shoot a low number, and nobody does. Okay. Everybody's expecting. Fleetwood and he just crumbles under the you know the kind of he just was Saturday? very lackluster. Yeah, he just didn't do anything. I thought it was Sunday. It was Saturday. He okay. was in the mix. Okay. But he just didn't do anything, right? Um okay. so it, nobody did anything. Harmon so Harmon's out in front by five over Cam Young, who is way back. Six over Rom, who was way back. Rom, we'll get to Rom's round um seven ahead of hovland rosner day straka and fleetwood so like harman bogeys two of the first four holes and it's like oh he might be giving away but nobody was doing anything okay. he shoots 69 so he, he picks up the pieces Shoots 69 yeah. the guy the round of the day was Rom. he shot 63 to rock it up up the that's leaderboard right. that's right <clears throat> so he got some long putts to go in they're like but he had he had he was the only made one birdie through eight, and he had a lot of really good chances. You know, like it could have been super low. Yeah. And one I of the. This. So it, it, he played the back nine like insanely well. Um, and that was always the harder nine. It was the wind was off the left. So when he played that stretch, the wind was off his right. And then for the later groups in the afternoon, it switched back to off the left.
1: Uh, so kind of snuck in there for, for an hour when the wind was beneficial.
0: Cut. Yeah. So he played the final 10 holes, seven under, he led the field in strokes game putting on the round 3.77 on the greens, seven, four, one total. Um, so yeah, so that, so anyways, he came in and Ricky Fowler came in and and noted to NBC how much easier the back nine was compared to Friday when, when the, yeah. cause the wind changing, um, but Richie Ramsey back. said the black back nine plays completely different. Um, makes the driving a little bit easier. So yeah. then it shifts back in the afternoon. So, all right, let's get to Scheffler. Let's do it. Prior to the open Scheffler said that his recent struggles with the putter had been a created into a story. It had been created into a story by media quote. Yep. So through three rounds at Hoylake, Lake, he's lost six strokes on the greens. Oh, my God. I think that most of what has to happen is something has to be created into a story for a while. It didn't seem really seem like there was much of a story behind the way I play golf. But I think I had back-to-back tournaments that I could have won where I putted poorly, and all of a sudden, it became a thing where, like, I'll watch my highlights of my round. And even the announcers, anytime you step over a putt, it's like, well, this is part of the game he struggles with. It's one of those deals where I don't pay attention to it. At this point, he's dead last in putting.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I remember, like, it was a media creation. (laughs) Like, not like reality
0: doesn't exist. Um, so Rory didn't really do much of anything either on Saturday so Fleetwood and Rory are kind of the two people that people are expecting the conditions yeah. are favorable and Rory just had had nothing he made no putts it just like it was just one of those rounds he had all these looks so Kyle Porter had a tweet Rory has had the following birdie looks today one foot five feet nine feet nine feet 10 feet 11 feet 11 feet 13 feet 18 feet he's two under through 17. And then he missed a, a makeable putt on eighteen as God. well. Yep. yep. Uh, we had a toad delay on the 13th oh, oh hole. Yeah. It was a rare species of toad yeah. that could only be handled by one specialist, who in this case is Royal Liverpool's links manager James Fledge. the groundskeeper. Yeah, yeah. Um, Matt Ruchis from our team took screenshots of NBC versus the world feed of the exact same shot. And it just shows like, the saturation. insane saturation.
1: <laughs> I forgot about that. That was bad. NPC is <laughs> just <laughs> pumping the green.
0: Yeah.
1: Trying to make it look like Augusta or something, right? Like just yeah. green? Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> <laughs> there are two failed driver tests this week. The oh. Do you know who they were?
1: Good question.
0: Prominent no. member of the cliques i was gonna say who was it blandy blandy
1: i thought it was bland (laughs) he got a slow play penalty and a failed driver test in like two weeks
0: (laughs) (laughs) and then tai chi cho ko okay okay (laughs) uh so matthew jordan birdies three of his last four holes post 69 uh t11 uh he's playing a uh, playing a couple groups ahead of rory everyone is waiting for them still i was getting lots of shouts yeah i did notice there were a lot of people only until you get out to ten, eleven does it thin out slightly you go out it's great and come back in just a wall of people on every hole it's amazing so uk cool. journalists are all over the hunting thing when sure. carmen comes in sure <laughs> and it's on the tabloids um So the headlines of of some papers in Saturday, Butcher in in mood to kill. (laughs) Harmon the hunter is now the hunted. Harmon, I shoot to thrill. Butcher. (laughs) God. (laughs) Here's a question. Is that something you did really young as a kid or did it come to you later in life about hunting? My dad used to take me hunting. But we would always, we always made it to a point that I knew how to skin a deer when I was eight years old. It was all part of it, start to finish. I enjoy it, start to finish. Back home at the hunting place I own, we plant food for the animals. We have prescribed fire for the animals. Everything we do is for the wildlife. And then when we harvest it, we respect it, take care of it, and feed our families with it. So he's like, you know, like you can tell he's going like out of his way to like <laughs> explain,
1: not let the stereotypes or not let the euros just, uh, yeah, make craft the narrative around this. So.
0: We get like an all-time Brian Harmon golf quote on Saturday. Okay. okay. Someone once told me one time, you should do the things that make you lose track of time. Uh, A lot of times when I'm practicing hitting balls or putting. When I'm at home, I lose track of time. That's how I know that I really enjoy it. It's just an enjoyable profession that I have. Cool, lose track of time. Super it's cool. uh amazing. I mean, I think Brian Brian Harmon, like he wasn't the winner people wanted, but he had just he was so good on in in front of the mic all week. Yeah, he was great. <laughs> um. He gets like just a bad reaction all weekend. And it cu- came out on Sunday that after his second bogey in, in round three, a fan said, Harmon, you don't have the stones to do this. And, and he said it snapped him back into it. I remember that. Um, the Beatles just laid on so thick, so thick on the weekend. <laughs> it's just. On <laughs> stop. Um, Tron flies to Hoylake. Oh, God. No, I about that. So um, here's 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 the first of the two unbelievable zinger quotes about Brian Harmon.
1: I know the first. have so never forget said, it.
0: He said as he was about to tee off, he's the kind of guy that if you handed him a pocket knife and a book of matches and sent him off into the jungle, you'd find him a month later to, doing just fine forgot about that what does
1: that mean a pocket knife and a book of matches what if we're this a golf tournament what's happening does that mean he's gonna win the golf tour i don't understand
0: (laughs) i think i'm gonna miss him just because nobody else is gonna
1: say anything i love it i love it
0: and i'll you put a poll up what is your opinion of on NBC's golf coverage? Yeah, the two choices were favorable and unfavorable. What do you think the percentages for oh, for
1: golf Twitter? <laughs> it's like when, like you know, Donald Trump would put a Twitter poll asking some sort of loaded question. <laughs> Twitter is not exactly the place to. Um, Unfavorable we'll go let's go eighty five percent unfavorable.
0: Oh you're so close. Eighty six point one. There we go. <laughs> uh, uh, meanwhile, so Blocky starts the week. He wins he wins the DJ Khaled. Okay. Um, great. <laughs> and then by Saturday, he's in Canada at Glen what? Abbey doing oh. a Michelob Ultra hole in one challenge I remember that he has 90 shots to, to ace the third hole and it's live streaming at 1 pm
1: opposite the end so of pe- the open people right? people
0: can watch the open or they could watch blocky
1: counter oh god <laughs> unbelievable
0: uh all right Sunday the weather comes it's just pissing rain yep ben ben on tweets after right after he gets in that was miserable out here there Uh, so it's just awful i mean there's umbrellas everywhere um harman wins by six um just in general get that out of the way uh ram day straka and tom kim finish second at seven under so okay Harmon's at 13. Ram after the round, he won by six. It's not like he won by two or three, he won by six. So there's nothing really any of us could have done. Yep. It runs real counter to the, to the, to the people that say, I, I shot 79, but it could have been 72, you know? Right. God, the, yeah. one, I was so one close of the greatest players in the world yeah this is just like something that every golfer needs to think about the, the greatest golfer one of the greatest golfers in the world loses by six over four rounds and he's, he has the levity to know there's nothing he could have done yeah right Yep. um harman on the fans if they wanted me to put not play well they should have been really nice to me
1: I mean, it came out in podcast. I think he did some yeah. part. It was like way worse than the broadcaster. We, we could even believe a lot of like mm-hmm. intense heckling up close.
0: So he finishes uh, plus 11.57 on the greens. He hadn't missed. He, he finally missed one putt inside 10 feet on on Sunday, but he hadn't missed a putt inside of 10 feet until like midway through Sunday's round. Okay. He, missed, okay. he had zero three putts, and he missed no putts inside five feet. Um, right. He revealed a key to his recent putting surge uh, resurgence. He found like this oh, old yeah. training aid that he tucked away, yeah. um, and he, he brought it back out on the road. And he's like, "It's a silly looking mirror where I've got to be a little bit better uh, where where it's got a little bit better release pattern." That's right. um, he's he wasn't sure where when he picked it up. He said. I was just kind of cutting my putts too much. I spend a lot of time just feeling the ball, almost hitting a baby draw with my putter. It's been really, really good the last month or so. He also led, so he putted great, and he led the field in fairways hit. Um, okay. Some qu- old quotes came, in, came up uh, like about his backstory that were cool. Like He f- fell in love with a game watching the 1997 Phoenix Open
1: the tiger one the no steve on. jones oh steve. that's right you love steve jones
0: yeah he said Random. i was home home from school and sick and for whatever reason i just started watching that tournament on tv it was the year tiger made a yeah. hole one and everyone was freaking out i watched the whole thing and said man i'd love to give that a try i started to play golf the next week and i've actually told steve jones that story i randomly ran into him at a pre- in a practice round and i was like man You're probably not going to, you're probably going to think I'm crazy, but you're the reason I started playing golf. I watched you win that tournament and thought it was so cool and that you could work that hard and have it all show. He was like, what a cool story. And he was obviously really grateful that I told him that story. So it was cool. I hadn't watched any golf before that, but it, uh, but it clicked with me and I've just been playing ever since. Um, somebody asked him a question about like, cause obviously he was this great great junior i mean he was an unbelievable junior unbelievable amateur career and they asked him about like if he thinks about that with like his lack of pro success to this point i uh-huh. said i don't think i was a better golfer my mental approach to it i was just more confident and much more willing to take on shots i've spent the majority of my professional cr- career trying to rekindle some of that it's just like
1: a lot of a lot of tiger said that i mean rory said
0: that Spieth is. I, I think Spieth is probably going through this right now. Right, yeah. yep. it's just like a this. It's one of the most fascinating things about golf, is that it almost gets. It, it doesn't almost. It gets more difficult the more, the older you get. You yeah. lose that like naive. Free. Yeah, that freedom, the naive nature of the sport, and then it gets harder the more you think about it. Um. Um. So anyways, then he just talks about how big of a fan he was uh, of the Open. And he's so excited that he gets to come back every year. Um, cool. Cam Young led both in Strokes Gained Off the Tee and Strokes Gained Approach. Um, somebody asked him if he was excited about finishing eighth. What? Because <laughs> he had like a good week. He goes, yeah. my, excite- my level of excitement with Tide for eighth is absolutely zero. But I mean, yet again, I put myself in a position to win a major championship and had an unfortunate day. But one of these times, the unfortunate day will be the next Tuesday or something and not Sunday.
1: Back to back opens of Cam Young getting some pretty insane questions. One about yeah. the Bronx and one about being happy for finishing eight.
0: Okay. Rory, another top 10 for Rory. It's his seventh top 10 in his late, last eight majors.
1: It's a lot good golf
0: not the best um,
1: in the field but good golf
0: all right anyways then just some some course thoughts but uh here's some quick notes on the way out i you know i don't need to cover the course anymore um so um matthew jordan birdied the last hole to get into yep. the top 10 in the next oh Open. yeah cool NBC introduced a pre-shot waggle counter for Harmon. Oh, that was shitty.
1: That was shitty. It's like they were trying to will him to, like, kind of make it close. They spun that up in, like, a matter of hours, right?
0: Innovating yeah. on the fly. This is kind of the twi- the stuff I found on Twitter, just rapid fire. Yeah. So yeah. Harmon was walking with an umbrella, and it had, like, 20 gloves hanging yeah. from the umbrella. Yeah, Like, hanging from the spokes. There's so many in there. Um. Let's see. Um, I, all right, are you ready for the singer quote? To I need start? it.
1: I, this is the one I remember. I forgot the pocket, <laughs> the pocket knife and matches, but the one I remember never stop thinking about. It. Every time there's a rainy day around here, my kids are outside.
0: Harmon is one of those guys who who would want to run around and jump in puddles. <laughs>
1: That was like when he got out of the car and was walking yes. in like the, the parking lot camp. I was like half expecting him to start jumping around in the puddles in the parking lot amongst the Mercedes or whatever. What does that mean? What does that have to do with his, his golf or his psyche? I don't understand. Harmon's one of those guys that just wants to run around and jump in the puddles. I'll tell you, Dan.
0: Which one do you think's better? The pocket knife and a book of matches in the jungle? <laughs>
1: I think that might be better. I forgot that one. Puddles is an all timer, and comparing the fat guy on the beach to Seve and Harry Varden. what a week for Zayner.
0: And then he said the nonsensical thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: The more, the worse you play, the more popular you get, or something. <laughs>
0: Um. Jump so Strac- Sepp Sep Straka was the only one that touched eight under. Okay. Um. All right. So Friday, a Friday tweet bunkers found by Brian Harmon. Thursday zero. Friday two. Saturday zero. Sunday Will. zero. It was. Will it got
1: caught with his hand in was, the cookie jar, right?
0: He did this while he after he hit the fairway on eighteen, <laughs> and of course the next shot. Yeah. I mean, the t- the tweet takes off. It went nuts. It takes off. And then, of course, his next shot finds a bunker. It's
1: <laughs> last, last shot of the tournament. Their last approach.
0: God. Um. So starting the final round, he, with, he told Golf Channel, he was like, having trouble sleeping. Yeah. And he kept thinking about something Kirby Smart said. I'm not going to be hunted. I'm a hunt. I'm a hunt. I'm a hunt. We're not going to be hunting. I'm a hunt. Yeah. To give an idea of the condition, Saturday, off the first tee, Rory hit a 316-yard drive and had 132 yards remaining. Sunday, he hit a 250-yard drive, 209. (laughs) Whoa. Yep. Uh, Justin Ray tweet, Brian Harmon has six bogeys all week. He has immediately followed with a birdie four times, just to give an idea. Interesting. Humorous Interesting. uh humorous uh Sepp anecdote. He was using Dwayne Bach as his caddy. Yeah, I remember that. It's just a burly Bur- combo. <laughs> <laughs> I went <to> <laughs> single file down the cart path on that one. Uh Rory, after after kind of like another, you know, disappointing major. Um over the last two years, would have would I have loved to picked off one of the uh those off that I finished up there. Absolutely. But every time I tee it up, or most times I tee it up, I'm right there. I can't sit here and be too frustrated. My game is... Dot, dot, dot. You think about my performances in the majors between 2016 and 2019. It's a lot better than that. I'm optimistic about the future and just have to keep plugging away. Um. You, you tweeted something about like imagine imagine a day, uh imagine this day without tracer and tag me because it's just like white out. Right. It's the gray
1: sky, can't see the ball or white sky.
0: You ready for some for last last thing here? Yep. You're ready for some more hunting questions?
1: Yeah, sure. That was the guy who just <laughs> won the open. You've gotten hunting questions out of the way the first three days, and they still just kept coming with them.
0: All right, which would you rather do? Hunt for a long time the most rare animal you could possibly come across and kill it or win that thing?
1: What a bad question. <laughs> Brian
0: Harmon. No, I'm not hunting any rare animals. Yeah. I would love <laughs> to say I would I would hunt. we do it, but I couldn't go hunting every day. I could play golf every day. To win what I consider is the greatest prize in golf is it's as good as it gets. Did you say you, just now that you don't didn't use a rifle? He <laughs> just, no, I use a bow and arrow all How the time. The, the question all the time. Yes. And then the next question from what distance are you most deadly? <laughs> I, we, you wouldn't want to be standing right in front of me. I'm good. Uh, I'm good out to about 80 yards, but I don't take a shot past 40. That explains your short game. It was the next oh statement, God. yeah? Good pair of hands, and then there's laughter.
1: They asked him about some tractor he was buying with the winnings, I think, or something like that. Yeah. So much, tra- so much bizarre. Discourse.
0: All right, Akshay so, wins the CUDA. Sorry about that. There's a lot. Patrick
1: there. Rogers kind of booted that one, I believe. If I'm coming down the stretch,
0: Akshay, all right, ready for the 3M, yeah, but
1: not. Without a word, first of one of our sponsors. You know, I talked at the beginning what felt like an hour ago about Marty Sleeps having to keep pace. It was an hour ago. It might have been an hour ago. You know, having to keep pace with these prize funds and grassroots initiatives of the governing bodies taking a hit while having to keep pace with the prize funds. Well, one way you can support these many grassroots initiatives of the governing bodies is to join Become a member of the USGA or maybe gift it to a friend or loved one of yours. You go to USGA.org slash SGS, USGA.org slash SGS. Um, it's 45 bucks. Not a lot. Not a lot. One of these things, you know, you talked about how your mom kept you enrolled in US. You kept getting the tag for a while. She just
0: brought me a new bag tag.
1: One of these things my mom keeps signing me up for is triple A. Yeah, like, I'm never going to do that myself. And then it's come in handy. I had a dead battery like a week ago. So again, sign It's a gift option. Maybe the person doesn't know they need it or want it or will appreciate it. USGA.org slash SGS. You get a choice of a US Open hat or US Women's Open hat. It's a Pinehurst one. It's a good logo. Your subscription to Golf Journal Magazine. Is it the putter boy? Uh, I'm not Sure. I, I, yeah, it's got to be Putter Boy. But then they got some other cool like outlines of North Carolina, the state of North Carolina, which is cool. I think it's, it's Putter Boy. Um, personalized USGA member bag tag, 25% off ship sticks, 50% swing evaluation, members newsletter, discounted uh, discounted savings for the USGA shop, usgashop.com, and volunteer opportunities at USGA championships. So if you become a member, you're supporting uh, the USGA, increase uh, golf course sustainability, showcase the game's history, expand junior golf. So this is money that's not just going into the pockets of uh, already well-to-do professional golfer. This is to help them run the grassroots programs, do the research that helps get the game uh, thrive and also be protected long into the future. And then you get all those goodies that we just talked about. Go to USGA.org SGS. Again, it's 45 bucks, potentially pretty good gift. Uh, at this time of year or just sign up for the next year for yourself. Thanks to them for their support of this episode. All right, let's get All out to right. sticky let's, note let's classic. Fly. Let's fly. fly the 3M
0: yep. JT's the story, um, adds oh, the sad. event to Commits attempt to, to make it. the F- FedEx yep. Cup. Um, yep. it's it's a great sign for the FedEx Cup because that there means there's actual stakes, right? He entered the week seventy seventh and he's afraid he's gonna miss the playoffs, which you know he obviously ultimately does. He misses the cut here surprisingly good field six of the top 30 players they had you know they had people like jt feed cam young who needed to improve his his fedex cup position hideki played because he needed to do better adam scott was there uh cool like under uh rated story of the the week especially given the fall with eric van royen and his caddy um but his caddy alex uh gogert i think that's how it's probably monday cued right he monday queued and then the tour paired the two together for the first two rounds Ah, oh, cool so it was cool. those two and ryan moore you know the At ideal home. ideal third wheel ryan moore <laughs> <laughs> come on legendary amateur go ahead uh jay Monahan's back that's right he releases a memo he comes out firing Alright, couple bullets from it. There will be a new player benefit program and a task force has been created to make decisions on player discipline for those returning to the tour from live. Now, who who's on this task force, you ask? Do you remember who's on the task force?
1: Um, Jason Gore, I assume. He's on
0: everything. Neera Shetty and Who? Andy Pazner. Who's no longer with the, was out from the PGA Tour, <laughs> but a couple weeks later we'll Memphis, find out about right. it. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: All right, now on the bottle local rule, the roll, ball ball roll Although there's been some level support for limiting future increases, there's widespread significant belief the proposed bottle local rule is not warranted and not in the best interest of the game. Following a discussion on the topic at a recent PAC meeting, we've notified the USGA and the RNA that while the PGA Tour is committed to collaborating with them and all industry partners to arrive at a solution that will best serve uh, our players, our fans, and the game at all levels. We're not able to support the MLR as proposed.
1: What does it serve the fans? Because we only want to
0: see 400-yard drives? I don't know. What did we apparently the fans want to see wedge fest? You know, (laughs) yeah, they don't want to see people uh, overcome adversity. It's not, you know, I think I tweeted something. Uh, it was like, Name your favorite shots from the PGA tour season, and there was one drive. One drive, listen, we need to run a test where
1: we have like, I don't know, X amount of pros or pro level talents. And you have, I don't know, 30 fans. And you watch them each hit 10 drives. And how many actually see? How many can see the drives? How many people see these drives? At Beyond the first 0. 0.4 seconds of it. And maybe they don't even see that. No one can see any of these shots. They're not consumable, really, <laughs> by the fans. So, anyways, go ahead.
0: All right. Um, Monahan's decision, uh, obviously, like... He's trying to win back the support and trust of the tour, right? Yeah. That's like one of the undertones of this whole thing. Like, Might be spent, a puppet yeah. at this point. But like, it's it's just like a financial bias and self interest, you know? Yeah. Commissioner, yeah. now stay on board. I got to stay on board. Yeah. Um, my uh, Jason Gore, on Michael Breed. This is, I think, what we came down to was. We didn't feel like this proposal was warranted, but we're not uh, against doing something. We agree with Mike Wan in that doing nothing is not an option. We just don't feel like this is the best path forward. The bifurcation was really hard for us to swallow, which led to a lot of people wonder, like, oh, so you're okay for universal rollback. We'll see how they respond to this. Oh, they don't. Did you say it was an interview with Michael Breed? Yeah. Yeah. That's a soft landing spot. All right. <laughs> Speaking of soft questions, soft <laughs> balls. All right. Um t- Tommy Lehman. <laughs> Not Tom. I, I remember
1: this. Thomas.
0: Thomas. Gets a uh, gets a spot in the <laughs> three m It's and like all exists. this all this stuff about competition. Yeah. Like needing to elevate the tour. Yeah. <laughs> He's got like no status anywhere. He
1: has no like. There's the you can't even find anything like like Blue Golf Arizona. Uh, I think it was Arizona where he went or something. Or like barely has anything to digest. No status. Except,
0: I was in the middle of playing a practice round in a different tournament about two weeks ago when my dad called me and told me I got in. So I was very excited to hear that news. God. Do you know who won the 3M?
1: I do. I'll <laughs> oh, because I watched more than I care to admit on this.
0: I was <laughs> you on you duty. You wrote about for, it in the newsletter.
1: <laughs> I kind of enjoyed it. <laughs> who I couldn't pick out a lineup, maybe still. I certainly couldn't before the tournament. I confused these guys. This like Lee Hodges was your winner of the three yeah. M, the TPC sod farm man of uh land of ten thousand man made lakes. So.
0: <laughs> do you know who he beat?
1: Um, God! Someone got someone tried to make it interesting. Is it Piercy Fina? Who was it? Who was it?
0: <laughs> Piercey was Piercey was last year's. That was the year before.
1: I know. I know.
0: <laughs> Piercey collapsed.
1: Cameron Champ? No, no he's wanted. No. That was two years it was, ago. It
0: was the. It was what everybody hoped going into the week was. Uh, was JT in in competi- in contention? But it was JT posted. Oh. Uh. <laughs>
1: Okay, that's right. That's right. He,
0: he made a triple bogey on the last. He like Didn't he he, cost himself like a, a two hundred sixty thousand yeah, dollars. That's right. And he said, "I'm not here to finish second. For,
1: okay. All right. I
0: think some somebody took it like like he had no chance to win. Then
1: yeah, and he, he was played, not going like, to win. I, it. He, he
0: played was, like idiotically.
1: Yes, <laughs> he was not going to win. Like Hodges was way 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 out in front.
0: Yeah. it was like somebody refuted it it's like well you didn't have a chance to win you just played stupid <laughs> yeah <laughs> um lpga had a major evian week um uh, kind of a major kind of Celine boutier it was a cool win she won her first quote-unquote major she made three birdies in the first five holes to win in her home country um and she, she called it her biggest dream ever since uh, she started watching golf was to win the Avion. So cool. cool. Um, and then uh, anecdote from the tournament, <laughs> a music anecdote, Carlota Seganda is DQ'd after refusing a slow play penalty.
1: Wouldn't take it. You, can, you can't fire me. I quit. <laughs> you won't even take it. And she walked off. So the off. Gr-
0: group of Seganda, Anna Norquist, and Celine. Urban began their second round on the tenth hole at Avian Resort Club. At the seventh, their sixteenth, they were told they were out of position. One hole later, they were put on the clock when the rules official deemed that t- Saganda took too long on the ninth hole, her last hole of the day. She was docked two shots. She appealed the penalty, but it was upheld. And she then ex- exited the scoring area after signing her <laughs> incorrect scar- scorecard and was subsequently disqualified. So she just refused to take the penalty. about <laughs> that. All right. Um, here comes the hero other, at the
1: Solheim Cup.
0: Yeah. Other big thing here. So Stricker, Stricker's won three of the first PGA Tour champions, majors. <laughs> yeah. Finished runner-up in the other one.
1: Bernie Longer at Century World.
0: Yeah. <laughs> He's skipping the Senior Open at Royal Port. <laughs> oh,
1: my God. Forgot about that. That was, was that this year? The weather was awful?
0: Yes. This like, the, awful. It's the star of the week. The star of the week. This is the watch Super of the week. Super cool. Yeah. It's unbelievable. The course The course was awesome. Yeah. Like, it would be amazing if an Open went there. Um, Who was in that? So here we go I right It's a playoff right So so the final round it was insane. it was yeah. it was the worst weather the golf it was like when the the court ferry played in the uh, in the Bahamas the the weather, yeah. yeah yeah So the final round is played to a scoring average of 78 and a half. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a senior mouth mal- malpractice sending the seniors out there just getting blown
0: away. And just two players shot 72 or better. So Harrington and Cheka. Oh, that's right. They survived long enough to get in the playoff. Harrington shot 75. Cheka shot 76. And the final group was VJ Singh. Vijay Singh made nine bogeys in the final round and still managed to finish solo third. Didn't you have a take about VJ?
1: Like it was harder to putt with the broomstick because he's getting blown yeah, around. Getting I remember blown. every putt from like five feet was like a precarious because of the wind.
0: It was insane. So Jacob, Jacob won uh, on the second extra hole. It was un that was an unbelievable tournament to watch. Fun to watch. That was good. We never this, see fourth
1: call really. You know
0: this so. week uh, Fred Couples goes on his uh, radio oh, show. So is <laughs> Max Homa. Jordan Spieth, and Cameron Young, are Ryder Cup captain picks locks. Oh, no. Whoops. (laughs) Whoops. Um, They'll be in Italy. JT on his poor putting, I'll putt with a shoe if it means I'll make everything. As long as it's a Scotty Cameron shoe. Because he was trying out the (laughs) counterbalance. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. the u.s the u.s junior um was going on uh at on uh this week the u.s junior am and the six foot ten sophomore to be tommy morrison is playing in the u.s junior it's like what's going on he's a sophomore (laughs) in college he's 19 that's he's not a junior i
1: remember this i remember talking about this yep
0: um westy takes another run at joel beal without <laughs> reading the article westy out of control <laughs> we found out kyle porter doesn't wear sandals
1: well, had a fill in yeah he yeah, filled he in you're something. on vacation
0: yeah 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 um you, peter costas tweeted somehow i keep thinking that people's reaction to the golf ball distance issue and climate change are the same some think it's an existential threat some thinks it's real not a, but a huge problem Something is not at all real. All sides have data to support their beliefs, and you replied with, "Would exploding driver heads be able to do something about all this wildfire smoke I've had to deal with?" <laughs> and then uh, Barstool does a, a, a does the MV5 Invitational on the Corn Ferry Tour, oh, yeah. and it was like actually really good. Worked, they did a really right. good job with the, yeah. with that. Like cool it was thing. just different broadcasts, and it was it was well done. Yep. That it for three M Open. I just good? got I just got a text that the that, that's like a couple things. And number one is that the fried egg link in your Twitter bio is broken.
1: <laughs> My bio or your bio? My bio. Oh, there you go. On top of it, is that it for the three M
0: Open? That's it. We're done. God, I feel like I just talked for an hour.
1: Yeah, you went from the open to the... All right. Not done with the 3M open, but bleeding into my week. Shotgun Start publicizes the push notification from the Minnesota paper for a local correspondent up in Minnesota for the 3M open that Lee Hodges just won. Some intern at the Minnesota paper probably got fired the next day. Said, breaking news... Golfer no one has ever heard of blows out no-name competition at M- Minnesota's PGA Tour event. That was the push notification
0: everyone got. Believable.
1: Then three minutes later, it says Lee Hodges completes a wire-to-wire victory, Res- resends the right one.
0: I forgot about it. Winning that.
1: by seven shots. Parentheses, reset to correct headline. <laughs> like, oh, that first one wasn't right, like correction. That was great. So we published that or we, you know surface that from a from a tipster in Minnesota. Um, all right. So the week starts off. This is Wyndham Championship. As every week this year, Jay is back on the scene. The board has, Tiger, has joined it. The board, there's a board announcement. Uh, WAPO, Washington Post uh, reports on it. There's an announcement on it. And a quick four-graph snippet in a Washington Post story. The word, Council Committee Task Force Policy Board Commissioner, tour executives, members, independent directors, EVP, and chief player officer is all used. Within four paragraphs, that's about 10 seconds of reading that that is all used. And it's like, this is golf in 2023. Titles, committees, councils, task force. Uh, And we have a new one here. All right. So Jay's on the scene for two weeks. And it's just an unyielding flow of memos, press releases, and announcements about reorganizations. He's back and it's just... Of Just a fire hose of, uh, you know, documents and press releases about how they're changing things. Uh, Tiger joins the policy board as a six-player representative. Uh, you know, then Randall Stevenson's seat is still open, and that's like the task force or whatever it was to, to figure that. Or no, task force is to deal with live players trying to come back, headed up by Chief Player Officer Jason Gore. Um The tour, they sent a, uh, they had sent Jay a letter. A bunch of players sent Jay a letter, like basically demanding this. More transparency, new governance model, which is the six players, and, uh, you know, just Tiger basically as a, as a member, I think is what they expected. So they sent the letter on Monday and by Tuesday they had announced it. So pretty quick to just accede to whatever the players want these days. Jay's just doing what they need or whatever he's told he's to just, do. He he's feels, just
0: pushing things
1: through. He's like his hollow, his hollow form seemed evident with a rollback issue and now with the board is what they're saying. Um, it's exhausting to everyone outside the global home. Just this talk of stuff. So who signed the letter? 21 players signed the letter. I think we're 21 on that memo, the Mule uh, lawsuit, the Mule lawyers memo is 21 players signed it. Also, Kevin, Colin Neville is announced as like a special players director to help with everything. So kind of, I don't know, seems to further further sort of delegitimizing Jay that you also bring in outside uh, leadership that's a non-player. Um, the players that signed it were... Tiger, Cantley, Hoffman, Malnady, McElroy, Simpson, Spieth, Scott, like a bunch of big names. Then it just keeps going. You know, Fitz, Cam Young, Keegan, a bunch of guys. And then we get to the bottom. It's like Henrik Norlander. Why Ryan Armour, Bryce Garnett, and top, and then Tommy like, where did they come in? What was this sent to everyone? Why did it, Billy Horschel, of course, found time to sign it, got his name involved. Uh, it was just a weird, weird thing. Like, why is Norlander on there? It's like all the top 20 players on Henrik Norlander, Bryce Garnett. Like, what was the process for collecting signatures? Nonetheless, by the next day, Tiger's on the board, uh, and uh, they've amended their whole governance model, Or allegedly. Colin Neville's brought in. Things are changing on the fly, and, like, the Tourist long-term strategy just, it's like whack-a-mole, right? It's like one week we're going to amend this, next week we're going to change this. And it's like, you got this agreement to work on and it's just constant reorgs and changes. Um, what else happened? And it basically, what I wrote was, if you're a player, partner, or yes, fan... I'd be skeptical of anything this tour puts out as being concrete or stable for a long time now, uh, for now and for a long time going forward. And that's kind of what we've seen, right? I mean, it's like...
0: Yeah, that's what we're at right now. Like, I don't think there's ever been lower confidence in, in an organization, a sports organization. So
1: the board was changed this this week in August.
0: I mean, like, has the tour gotten to, like, like, where you're at a level where, like, if you were a Donald Sterling Clippers fan like how you might feel, or Robert Sarver son's fan how you feel about the organization
1: I don't think about that I mean there should be skepticism before like I'm not comparing the two
0: situations but where how you feel about the the organization if you're a PGA tour fan
1: I mean if you're like a Browns or Bears fan you should be skeptical and like success would be unexpected or or I don't know stability would be unexpected is how I'd put it Um, and so then they asked these guys at the Wyndham about Tiger and Garrett pounced on uh JT and Streelman who talk about how it's like good for the game of golf and Garrett pounces on this. He's like the game they conflate the concerns of PGA Tour members with quote the game of golf. Like they talk about them interchangeably. Like Tiger taking a policy board seat is good for the game of golf. It's like the The tour, sorry, the game is way bigger and better than your ill-managed tour, is what Garrett writes. These guys have become so rich and surrounded by sycophants that they actually seem to think that funnily enormous amounts of Saudi money in their bank accounts is, quote, what's best for the game. (laughs) Garrett tells them like, we should tell them to buzz off. Um, PGA Tour schedule is leaked, I believe, or out. Everybody had seen it. I think Aben Lynch gets the full report on it. Uh, Designated is now signature, so just... That's the annual change of terminology. They're changing it every year. Designated is now signature. The CJ Cup honoring Byron Nelson was reported as that. It feels like an SNL skit. Um and then we have the Tiger Jack and Arnie events, so Bay Hill, etc. will continue to have cuts. Also announced this week, um and you know other ones like Pebble's signature, you know, all that stuff. Uh Davis Love the Thirds, a design firm. Love Design has been tapped to quote, unquote, reimagine Hazeltine this week so ahead of the 29, 2039 Ryder Cup. So uh, they'll be doing that. Ron Cross, one of the more respected and experienced names involved with Live Golf, was removed from his position. And it was unclear why that occurred. So Ron Cross was one of like the real adults in the room from the start. He was, like a big, he was considered very impressive when he worked for the PGA Tour. Uh, Wyndham, Matt Wallace, not a fan of Donald Ross. Just to keep that when you're doing your handicapping for Piners, keep this in the back of your mind. Matt Wallace, (laughs) overall, pleased with the first round, Matt. A bit pissed off, actually, with the finish. Playing nicely, just frustrated. I don't like this golf course. This is Sedgefield. What (laughs) is there a reason you don't like this golf course? Because the runoffs are just absolutely ridiculous. Again, this is Sedgefield. Everybody shoots like 63. It's not, you know. There's not, literally
0: but, like so few challenges.
1: Yeah, uh, because the runoffs are just absolutely ridiculous. And this, it's not just a fun place to play. You hit a shot out of the rough on the last, and it landed on the front and runs backwards forty yards. So again, this Pinehurst, keep that in mind uh, with some of those turtlebacks. Like it's just not great. I shouldn't be in the rough, sure, but it's difficult to hit the fairway all the time, especially like this. So again, I shouldn't be in the rough, but it is difficult to hit the fairway. He was penalized. For not being able to hit it like to the perfect pinpoint top of a thumb, you know, a thimble, because he was in the rough. And he's mad about that. And then I hit shots to the front, and just this is my third time playing. Every single time, yeah, like 83% of the winners hit greens and regulations pretty much. So do a lot of greens and regulations is key. But the penalty for miss, even on a par three down the hill, 12, you can't go long because you can put it off the green. So you play the s- smart play you play towards the front. I mean, it's just so severe. It's too severe. They need to do something about it. Too severe. Again, everybody shooting sixty three. Like, wh- like, come on, Tom Kim like won this g- event with a quad or whatever, shooting sixty three. Uh, he's just mad about the turtleback greens. Not a fan of Donald Ross, it's a Sedgefield. Uh, Lucas Glover wins, and this is when the putter starts to become a big, uh, big sort of subject of interest. Going back to the beginning of July at the Rocket Mortgage, he went T four Detroit T T6- six. Dear solo fifth at Barbasol, and then he wins at the Wyndham. Just uh, like a, he went from 155 to 53rd in the world since the switch. And now he's like into the FedEx Cup playoffs, wasn't even in the playoffs. Now he's into signature events. So he's on the wrong side of everything and just flies up with the putter change in midsummer. Um, he had some spicy takes, I think, this week.
0: Oh, uh, about the about the signature event.
1: Yeah, he says I think it's silly. We're was, playing... It was
0: before he won.
1: Yeah, I think it's silly. We're playing seventy guys in these elevated events. We're telling ourselves as the best tour in the world. So why wouldn't you reward the best one twenty five and let them play in your biggest events? Um, so yeah, he had some. He thought like elevated events were a dumb way. They they remade the tour pretty stupidly. Um, JT JT like. Just out of control. Of course, he's got to, not him, but the coverage of him. This was like basically the entire Sunday broadcast. It was shot by Shava JT. PJ Tour tweeted like a highlight of every single one of his shots, more or less, for engagement. Uh, it's just, it's, I think in the newsletter we wrote, his breathless fawning coverage of his every move by the PGA Tour's Twitter account was a bit much. He ended up 71st in the sanding. So he went 70 in the first round, 65, 66, 68. He finished T12. I remember he almost chipped in and he's rolling around on the ground like Jason Day after it misses the hole, nearly chips in, like spins it and he's rolling around on the ground. That's what he needed to, to win a uh, little bit uh, like the tour is milking it. Um, he had that big like twirl, like a tiger type thing. He had to hit a hard, hard hook. He put himself behind the trees. I think it was 18 or something. And he had to hit this hard hook and he did like the tiger thing comes out of it with his, his right foot swinging around and does a pirouette in the pine straw Just highlights galore of JT as he makes this push for the right side of 70. Came up short and in a divot on one. And then afterwards, he says, I did everything I could. Which, like, it's just factually not true. Like, maybe in Sunday of the final round. I I don't know. It's fact, like, he didn't do everything he could, A, to get in the FedEx Cup. And he didn't do everything he could in the final round.
0: Well, if you go back, he would have gotten into the FedEx Cup if he had played the WGC match play. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he could have guaranteed
1: points, right? I think he skipped Sony too. I could be wrong there, right? Which he's obviously won him done well at. So yeah, so we kind of put the microscope to that. I did everything I could. Quote.
0: Well, also, it's like uh, he wasn't playing well.
1: Right. Right.
0: Right. Right? Yeah. Like there's a a bad field it seemed to take
1: agency out of like and put it on something else or somebody else. And (laughs) I don't know. Yeah.
0: Like this is, we talk about like when Rom goes to the Mexico open or used to go, it's like, Oh, he's, he's going to win. He should win this event. Yeah. That's the the level of player that we, we would expect JT to be. And when you go up, when he rolls up to the window, it's like, yeah, like auto top 10, right. should be the mentality of that. It, 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 yeah. So, yep. all
1: right. Let's. That's it for uh, Wyndham. I got a few more notes. Greenbrier. This was Live Greenbrier. Bryson DeChambeau shoots fifty-eight. Starts selling merch a few weeks later with Bryson with the S and the O being fifty-eight in the lettering. I don't know how that merch did. If it flew up the shelves or what. But shoots fifty-eight. But this was like probably the best finish ever. And lives like most signature moment. He pours in like this bomb of a putt. Does a kind of a cool. Actual cool celebration, jumps in the air, leaps off the ground. It was like, nobody saw it, though. It was rain, pushed up early for rain, was tape delayed, maybe on, on CW. CW. Yeah. Nobody saw it. it, but it was like a cool ending people, and a cool celebration. All the celebration. people
0: that downloaded the CW app yeah.
1: saw it. Hilarious at about? one point, Bryson says on the record, there was a point in time where I did think about shooting 54. <laughs> Insanity. But I kind of threw that to the wayside. Like, okay, let's just get under 60 first. Like, yeah, no shit. Um, Then like Rick Gaiman tweeted, like, you know, statistically don't shoot the messenger. There have been 21 rounds or better than Bryson's 58 in professional golf this year. So this is based on data golf. Live bots lose their shit about this. Like you can't tell me any rounds been better than this. You know, like Barbara McIntyre shoot, like a strokes game. Like, Gray Breyer has yielded a sub 60 round. I think Stuart Appleby did that when he won, but it was an amazing round, amazing moment. Um, And and the putt to finish it was, was super cool. A 58 included a bogey, by the way, included a bogey. Um, Also during this 58, he had a new stick in the bag. Incredible quotes. I forgot how bad these truly were. The driver. A a new driver made by lawn drive manufacturer, crank with a K that's Crank. With this candid admission from Bryson, ever since I put this driver into play, it's not been really my golf swing, but it's just hit it on the toe, hit it on the heel. Everything comes back down the middle of the fairway. And I'm like, all right, let's go pick up the tee and let's go. The driver has been really nice. This is amazing. It's allowed me to have some time to myself after rounds instead of just going and working my butt off all the time.
0: Unbelievable. Unbelievable.
1: Saying the quiet part extremely loud. I don't need to work. I don't need to worry about whether it, my swing. I don't need to worry about hitting the toe, the heel. Just my driver. And that does Athletes. it for, for uh, Wyndham. Lucas Glover's win. All right, All right. Let's go to Memphis. Sweating in Memphis.
0: I'm not going to lie. This is where my cramming ran up against the <laughs> edge of it. I might not have done as much research as I, I, I wanted to do here. That's fine. We're not doing the tour championship either. Sorry to break it to everybody. Oh, come on. Let's save
1: it. Let's I surprise didn't... them at the end. Net Tour Championship. Yeah. Not going to make it this year. New tradition. Night huh? Tour Championship never makes it.
0: We only cover gross events. <laughs> if you want cover to cover the PGA tour, it has to change. <laughs> Opti- <laughs> all right. Optimist guide. We in the Friday newsletter. We do Optimist guide to the FedEx Cup playoffs.
1: Yeah, we've always been big fans of the Courier Cup.
0: So you know, it's just trying to rile up some excitement in in this uh-huh. this cash grab at the end of the year. Yep. You're, do you remember what your your uh, one thing you were optimistic about? Um, no, no. The new top fifty. Oh, like the
1: signature stakes, right? playing, yeah, to, yeah, yeah. <laughs> getting from I, seventy to fifty.
0: I somehow convinced myself to write that I was excited about the rotating test of golf between tPC Southwind, Olympia Fields, Country Club, and East Lake. Somehow, I managed to write something nice about about huh. that, that rota <laughs> that's interesting. <laughs>
1: Variety or something? He forced. It oh, variety. it was an optimist guy. That was the that was the whole construct or conceit of the idea.
0: It was like each of these courses features different. Like you know, like Southwind's a long iron test. Got it. Olympia Fields is like your quintessential championship test, and I think uh-huh. I think East Lake skews accuracy. Okay. Um, Bacon wrote Bacon wrote about Rory getting another FedEx Cup and how like you know it's not yeah. a major, but maybe in 30 years we'll look back and say look at Rory you had like five so, FedEx cups yeah,
2: yeah yeah
0: so that was very optimistic it's optimistic that the FedEx cup's going to be around when this is all said and done
1: it is that is that's awesome. actually
0: my dream scenario is the FedEx cup is completely gone because they get all this money in
1: <laughs> you said that i know i know i'm dubious we'll see
0: uh Chris Almeida wrote that he's excited to see Colin Morikawa, Rory, or John uh, you know, um or Rory have a cl- like claim that they're the best in 2023 if they went on like an insane yeah, sure. run. Yep. Um so the tour has this great opportunity. 70 guys could could make a compelling product. What do they do? They send them out in threesomes. Wow. Could literally send them out in two, like however you want. Uh-huh. You could put guys off both tees. You could have everybody in the same television window. Nope. Yeah, let's send them out in, in threesomes.
1: Wasn't the weather forecasted bad too? And they had oh yeah, there's grades?
0: there's a weather delay on Sunday. Right. A long weather delay. That's right. Andy Pazner resigns from the PGA Tour. Like just. House on fire, memos, task
1: forces, people resigning, a lot of rumors about, you know, in her office, this, that, and the other.
0: Couldn't keep his pants, couldn't keep it in his pants. I think I said that. You said it on the 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 bot,
1: which is a legend. Maybe multiple, multiple cases of multiple people,
0: global home. Just all kinds of things going on in those meeting rooms. Um, Seth Law wrote a letter, uh, you know, against the MLR ball. He said, conflicting data. There's a fear that the proposed changes could seriously interrupt the current momentum in the game and be fundamentally damaging, detrimental in the long run. Just ridiculous claims. (laughs) <laughs> Billy Walters books uh, start, the excerpts start flowing. Yeah. yeah. All right. I, I wrote one out here. Okay. I wrote a couple out here. In late September 2012, Phil, this is Billy Walters it, writing. It, this was in Golf Digest. In late, okay. sept, in late September 2012, Phil called me from Medina Country Club just outside Chicago, site of the 39th Ryder Cup matches between the U.S. and Ryder, or in Europe. He was feeling supremely confident that the American squad led by Tiger Woods, Bubba Watson, and Phil himself was about to reclaim the cup from the Euros. He was so confident that he asked me to place a $400,000 wager on him uh, for him on the U.S. team to win. I could not believe what I was hearing. He said, have you lost your fucking mind? Do you remember what happened? Don't you remember what happened to Pete Rose? former Cincinnati Reds manager was banned from baseball for betting on his own team. You're you're seen as a modern day, Arnold Palmer. You'd risk all of that for this. I want no part in it. All right. All right. He replied. He said, I have no idea whether Phil placed the bet elsewhere. Hopefully he came to his senses, especially <coughs> considering the miracle at Medina, tri- you know, that they lost. Yeah, yeah. Um, Phil's loss to Justin Rose that Sunday contributed to the stunning defeat. Um, after my, after my betting partnership with Phil ended in t- spring of 2014, I learned more about his sports gambling from two very reliable sources. They said it was nothing for spe- Phil to bet $20,000 on a, ga- uh, on a game, a long-shot five-team NBA parlay, or wager 100000 or 200000 a game on football, basketball, or baseball. Based upon my detailed betting records and additional records provided by sources, here's a snapshot of Phil's gambling habit p- from between 2010 so much. and 2014. He bet 110 thousand to win 100 thousand, uh, a total of 1,115 times. On 858 occasions, he bet 220 thousand to win 200 thousand. The sum of those uh, 100 uh, 19. Hundred seven seventy three gross wages came to more than three hundred eleven million. In two thousand eleven alone, he made three thousand one hundred fifty four bets, an average of nearly nine per day. On one day in two thousand eleven, June twenty second, he made forty three bets on major league baseball games. I remember this. (laughs) We
1: looked at this. It was like right after Congressional U.S. Open. (laughs) Forty three bets on
0: major league baseball resulting in hundred forty three thousand five hundred dollars in losses he made a staggering 7,065 wagers on football basketball and baseball based on our relationship and what I've learned from others Phil Phil's gambling losses approached not 40 uh 40 million as he previously reported but closer to a hundred million and all in all he wagered uh a total of more than a billion. During the past three decades. The only other person I know who suppressed that kind of volume is me. That so was... Rory on the Phil Mickelson report said at least he can bet on the Ryder Cup this year because <laughs> because he won't be a part of it.
1: I don't think really, like Phil's ever been asked about that, right? I mean, I know he denied everything claimed, but like in a forum, he should be asked if he's ever bet on golf
0: In which he was a part of. I would think. I don't know. Maybe he has. Anyways. All right. Monahan says he regrets the framework agreement, our framework agreement announcement Uh, to to Rex Hogger. My biggest regret was not being more patient on the night of the June 5th. Monahan said, Uh, I think moving to make this announcement the next day, if I could do it over again, we don't get do overs in this sport. I would have flown up to the RBC Can- Canadian Open, and I would have communicated directly to the players that day before anything was said publicly. But it wouldn't change my belief and my determination for what we had accomplished. I've, I've acknowledged that, that was, it was an ineffective rollout um, of the framework agreement, and that's on me. My performance has always been and will, will continue to be measured based on results and productivity of the organization, results delivered and done in the right way. I am confident that when we complete this process, as I've said before, this will be a resu- rewarding result for the PGA Tour players and for our fans. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's been a real <laughs> rewarding process for us. Uh, yeah. Uh, on leave, on leave. It builds over time. It affects everybody differently, and it had been affecting me. It was particularly acute that day, June 6th. But again, I realized the position I was in and said, this is the right time to go take care of myself. All right. AIG wins Opens this week. of Vu wins by five. Charlie Hull had a shot to win, but kind of faded on Sunday. She becomes the number one player in the world, two-time major winner. Um, obviously, the story of Sunday at, at FedEx St. Jude. You know what the story of Sunday was? The sweaty boy. I mean Lucas Glover wins. He beats Cantlay in a playoff. It's this great back-to-back win for Glover. Great story. But all anybody's talking about is Glover just just pouring buckets of sweat. I mean, this thing made like national news. It was on PTI. <laughs> it was on or it was on uh, pardon my pardon pardon the interruption. It Pardon was my, on take. Part of my take, yeah. 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 Sorry. Whatever. I mean, it was on everywhere. Everybody's talking about how, how sweaty Lucas Glover is. I mean it's the full ensemble, it's the pants, it's, it's yeah. the it's the yeah. front of the pants, his quads, his knees are sweating. I mean, I wanna say we've like the pants have
1: got all the hype at like months out. His face looks like he's been through the ringer. I Terrible. mean, the guy looks like he just came from a deployment. Like, guy, it's like it was head to toe punishment.
0: Um, Harry Diamond. So that that covers ass game. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't think I know that it much.
1: It's not that far along. Far uh, enough,
0: Harry yeah. Diamond had to go to a local Edwin Watts golf shop and get Rory's putter cut down a half an inch. Do you remember, remember that. that? No. Yeah. He got like a new putter he was trying out and he, he okay. realized like his hands were sitting higher and he put it next to his old putter and it's half an inch longer and the, okay. all the trucks were gone. <laughs> it seems like there should be some truck where players can get some adjustments
1: totally. made, right? Something like, like what? that at least. That, going that going seems like what they
0: need the truck the most. Yeah. It's like in case... Um. All right. <laughs> Big news. Toasty locks in his tour card this week. <laughs> Big news. <laughs> okay um all right couple other things cam smith and ripper gc when live bedminster pga tour rolls out its 2024 schedule and signature events um okay, heritage and travelers again
1: yeah i got that last week all right, all right did ahead. you get
0: the pebble format the new format this came out this week no so pebbles signature event the new formats 80 Uh-oh. pros pebble and spyglass only on thursday and friday Pebble only Saturday Sunday. AM's only play through Friday. Only pro Saturday Sunday. That should be a way better tournament. That'd be cool. Yeah. Um. So John Rom's asked about like one thing he could change.
1: Porta potties.
0: Porta potties. Having okay. a porta potty every hole. He's like, it's not about it's not about money. Doesn't <sighs> want more. Like he just wants porta potties. <laughs> <laughs> then he also goes on to say how much he dislikes the sponsor's exemptions and the signature event. Completely agree there. Oh, interesting. Good take. Um, the Phil Bryson match that was actually that really Green good Briar. on Bryson's yeah. YouTube launch yeah. this week. Yeah. You tweeted, three-year-old was just jumping around in puddles, and all I could think of was Paul Easinger <laughs> and Brian Harmon. <laughs> Stuck. The tour launches a new slogan for the playoffs. Do you remember what it is? No, it's bad.
1: I know it's bad.
0: Impossible is what they play for. Oh God, <laughs> what what does this <laughs> mean?
1: Taking the bar up. What is that? Is so. They, I don't want to know what they paid. Some like marketing consultancy or brand expert. Impossible is what they play for. Why are they playing then? Why are they playing <laughs> if it's impossible to detain? That's the dumbest, most incoherent slogan. And they've had a lot of them. Ultimate prize. Impossible is what they play for.
0: I saw this Kyle Porter normal sport tweet. Yeah. I think there was a FedEx Cup or a FedEx jet flyover where one of their like, yeah,
1: that va- I vaguely remember that package
0: carrier jets, <laughs> which is just like a,
1: a jumbo, yeah, yeah. Why a did they do that? For just... a
0: TPC in attack
1: activation, they're always jamming stuff. This
0: porter's Man. porter's screenshot is of the jet flying through and like Rory looking up <laughs> at the jet ridiculous. God. Um, Nellie Corda had a great tweet of or quote about, about slow play. If I was a spectator and I was out here for five and a half to six hours, you know, it's tough to watch. You want to watch a sport that's continuously moving and not continuously stalling. I would say I think it's really important for the rules official to enforce the rules of golf. Uh. There you go. Good job, Nelly. Uh Terrell Hatton wins the Aeon Risk Reward Challenge as the season's top decision maker.
1: I forgot about that. Believe it or not, I had no recollection of this. <laughs> <laughs> top t- the calm, cool, collected Tyrrell decision <laughs> maker. Top
0: decision maker. Um <laughs> and then there's just like another Sunday Fleetwood fade so all right yep.
1: that's it lucas glover back to back all right we're on to the last the bmw championship at the home of the western you open. know what i'm
0: doing right now that's what? extremely satisfying what just Close out of that Close out of that your google doc damn year in review doc that's great exhale my friend
1: all right we go to chicago won't, be
0: op- won't ever be opening that doc that i just spent three weeks in ever again
1: <laughs> go to chicago for the home of the western open the legendary historic home of the Western open and kick it off with an announcement that the BMW championship will be going to
0: Liberty National,
1: Liberty National.
0: Island in the Atlantic Ocean. You know, were, you want, <coughs> did I do unsubstantiated rumor here?
1: Did you? I, I can't I, recall if you
0: <laughs> took it to the pot or not, but what was it again? the unsubstantiated rumor an unsubstantiated rumor from the grounds was that this was a concession the tour took it to liberty national they said oh we'll bring the Li- bmw here for the support of the 9-11 families during i during still the don't whole really event. get it
1: you come to watch a pga tour event well it's right like out there right that doesn't do any. That doesn't make up for anything.
0: (laughs) Well, maybe there's a a charitable. There's probably a charitable account contribution. Okay. All right.
1: Okay. Go watch Heath Slocum smack it around at Liberty National. Now
0: everything's okay. (laughs) This is what the Western Open has become. Yeah. Most historic event. Didn't then think then I w- got to got to make a Western Open rant here, but this and is then what we started was, going
1: um, through the lineup. It's you know Colorado, which is west, but then I think it's Philly area again, Caves Valley, <laughs> Liberty National, like literally where you can see the Statue of Liberty, where people cross the Atlantic and are welcome to America. Western Open. Uh, Keegan on the Ryder Cup says in Chicago, he says I spend every waking moment of my life thinking about the Ryder Cup. Is what she said. Uh, Kyle Porter tweets Lucas Glover has more wins in the last eight days than Spieth, Cantley, Shoffley, Fleetwood, Hatton, Morikawa, and at that time, Hovland had combined in 2023. Glover in eight days has more of them combined. Um, We try to, like, you know, talk about the heightening stakes of, like, we said that the playoffs seem as significant as they've ever been, right? Op- not optimist, whatever. You have different cutoffs that add, you know, 70 to 50. Obviously, you get a lot for getting in the tour championship, fifty to thirty. So it adds some concurrent drama to the actual, you know, seventy-two old event. The uh, DP World Tour schedule comes out. It's just, I mean, it's an effort. It's gobbledygook, though. There's, there's three phases. There's like nine swings. Can't keep track of anything. It's every week counts as the over, but it's not true. There's an opening swing, international swing, Asian swing, European closing swing. Then there's called phase two, the back nine. Then there's phase three, the DP. That's just like it's like an org chart with the hundred people on it. There's just too much going on, and the least simplistic thing ever. Uh Shane Bacon is starts as USAM, and we're all hyped up about that. Uh, amazing to have a, a colleague in the US amateur. Oh, uh, that was Cherry Hills in Colorado. Um what else at the USAM? Blades Brown becomes breaks Bobby Jones's wow. you know Love long record name. becomes a 16 year old made history as the youngest ever medalist or co medalist at the USM. Uh, he was the, the son of uh, WNBA player Ronda Brown, but Blades Brown the co medalist. I think it was Bobby Jones's record that he broke his youngest co medalist. Um, Lucas Glover, I guess this went viral Monday after he was asked about the Ryder Cup. He said, "I'm thinking I've never been." Yeah, I'm thinking I want to. You remember that was like a cool, yeah. cool ass answer. That went viral like the Monday of uh uh BMW week. Um Bryson DeChambeau, inexplicably, shows up on the first tee at Cherry Hills and starts pounding the persimmon. Oh, that's amazing. Remember this? Like yeah. why is he in Denver? Why is he there? I think he, his trainer's a, there. Yeah, he's got a connection. We discovered, like, but it was random at the time. It's like, where, where is it coming from? Why is he in Denver? And he's I've, hammering persimmons to all the members uh, on the first tier.
0: His I think his trainer either lives at, at, like, Colorado Golf Club and works out of there. Um, uh, unsubstantiated I, rumor. He... <laughs> He like just like shows up and he just like he's just will be like, oh, I I can go out and play right now and people will be like, No, not like, a member. We're, we're busy. I think at Cherry Hills. Is it Cherry Hills or no, Colorado? Colorado. Colorado, okay. Colorado, I think.
1: All right. I'm it seemed like he bad. had some familiarity with Cherry Hills though too at the time.
0: Well, he's doing Um, the Arnold Palmer thing. It was actually super cool. I I was driving at Cherry Hills, and he said like the kids like lined up to try and do it too. Like, um, you know who got hit the green? Shipley. Shipley.
1: Yes, I have that in my notes. They tried to do it. They had a contest with it, and they tipped it allegedly at three forty. Does that sound right? They said it. They had it set up at three forty. We're hit persimmon and Shipley hit it
0: down downhill elevation altitude. Yeah. Yeah. So So he hit it. 10% elevation, which is still impressive. It's 300 yards.
1: Yeah. There was also still some some truth there ain't about the persimmon because there was amazing sound that when Bryson hit it, it sounded not like persimmon. It was interesting. Uh, Like, is that just a painted painted, uh, metal driver? Uh, What else happened this week? Uh, So Chicago, pissing down, terrible weather to start, and uh, they keep pushing back the start of round one. And comms keeps tweeting it. First round is delayed another hour. And everybody's goading them. This is a state, like, do the preferred lies tweet. Do the preferred lies tweet, PJ Tour comms. And then they finally, like an hour later, say preferred lies will be in fact for the first year. And everybody's like, oh, like, thank you. Like, everybody's like, say it, Bart, say it. Like, do the preferred lies tweet. PGA Tour comms does its, uh, the preferred lies bot and obliges. Everybody has a good time, laughs at them for that. Uh, but Chicago, and then everybody pumps, uh, pops you like hey well shouldn't they just be playing in memphis they got a you know bad weather in chicago too or you you have been talking about atlanta memphis get bad weather and then chicago gets the gets the pop first round for reasons that are still unclear to me justin rose throws out the first pitch
0: at a Cubs game yes why justin rose i don't i mean i'm not saying, of all the, i mean yeah. you could say that this derailed the cub season not shortly <laughs> after justin rose showed up they just went into tailspin um, on the ground, that up. first,
1: uh, this was my favorite discovery. You're on the ground. You're following speed. Just a guy among others. You're talking about all the big crowds following speed or trying to say there's a lack of crowds following speed also on the ground. In addition to Andy, the breakout star of the week. Do you remember who this was? Remember the breakout catnip star of BMW Olympia fields week? Hmm. I don't know. A real headline from Golf Week, maybe cheeky, from day one. Roy McElroy, Brian Harmon, and Grandma Susie highlight the first uh-huh. round of the 2023 BMW <laughs> Like the Sister G type, <laughs> yeah. Grandma Susie, who apparently watches every PGA Tour event. Content for days. Rory's meeting her. Everybody's meeting Grandma Susie, this hundred-year-old woman who watches every PGA tour event. Grandma Susie, the breakout star of BMW. Uh, Max Homa is heckled. Do you remember this? Like, or they were heckling Chris Kirk in his group, and like he turns and like gets aggressive. He's like, I hope that guy was hammered. I think Joe Griner told him to f himself. Like a real sort of tense moment. He's like, one of them had three dollars for me to make my putt. I got to the back of my stroke and he yelled, pull it pretty loud. And I started yelling at him. Joe Griner went at him. I said he was a clown. You know, I love that people can gamble on golf. But the thing is, I'm worried about he didn't care. I don't know what he had to lose. He got kicked out probably. And we were the last group. So he's talking about nothing to lose. But it was a real notable moment. He went at him and and kind of put him in his place. And so did Griner too. But again, that, that kicks up. The next week, like, what are you going to do about this? You're promoting gambling, and you got guys who are ship faced out there yeah. with three dollars on a putt and a lot more on the line in the actual tournament going on. So, uh, the weekend was pretty sweet at, at at Olympia Fields. I think Homa set the course record. I'm not sure which day, maybe Friday. That, I don't know if that happened on the weekend. And they're, they're all like, you know, he's closing rates incredible. He didn't get it done on the weekend, but it was like a bunch of big guns, all Ryder Cup players in the hunt um rory made a run where he got hot a bunch of birdies scotty started hitting some putts and he was making a run Fitzy was on the move chicago's very own like he had the whole crowd behind him he was playing well and speed and then you had like the speed drama on the bubble to get to atlanta like he's on the edge and he's kind of up and down roller coaster i think it was speed septic tank and hatton that got in the last guys and they had Tom Alter in the locker room had to tell Tyrrell Hatton, you may or may not make it. And Hatton had no time for it. He's like, he was pissed. He had just made a bad bogey, thought cost him. And like, just the, the PGA Tour executive's got to talk to him. He's like, I don't want to talk to you right now. I don't want to hear it. I'm out. No way. It's like, no, we think you have a chance. Speed's doing the same thing. It's like, what if I had done this? What did, what did it cost me? Hatton just didn't seem to be moved at all by the possibility. It didn't mean much to him that he could or could not get through. Um, there are... St- a group of septic tank fans on Uh the grounds with homemade neon yellow shirts that say my mind's not in the gutter. It's in the septic tank. And this was just warmed our hearts having termed him the septic tank. I don't know, a year or two ago, there's eight or nine guys in these neon yellow shirts with my, just cheering on the septic tank. At one point, you know, he has to acknowledge them. He like walks the rope line not sure he love, loves that he has to do this. Acknowledge, it gives him high five, but the septic tank starts to go mainstream and have a, a fan group uh, on the rope line. Um, what else? Uh, weekend was great. Uh, Hovland shoots 61 to win on Sunday. An incredible, incredible back nine. Arguably the round of the year, maybe the back nine of the year. In the round, he had 12 threes. He made 12 threes. it's um, good. Yeah. Yep. Pretty good. Uh, some stats from it just because it was so incredible. It's six to seven fairways, nine and nine greens, 3.5 strokes gained on approach, 6.5 total, uh, six birdie looks inside nine feet, six birdie looks inside nine feet, eight, uh, 12 threes uh, on the back. Uh, I'm sorry. Six birdie looks inside nine feet on the back nine. So on the back nine alone. All right. He gained three and a half strokes and six and a half strokes total and six birdie looks eight threes, Eight threes and nine holes, 11 putts, 28 total shots. So it's back nine, 28, maybe the back best back nine of the year for sure. Um, what else? And it's k- kind of like the leap. It's his first win. Uh, he won Memorial, his first win uh, since, you know, in the playoffs. Talked about, like, how he finished top 20, all four majors. He had gained strokes uh, off the tee in 18 of 19 events. Like, just took the leap. Did not make miss a cut since Riviera. Just took a ba- massive, massive leap, and it's coming to fruition here in the last two events of the year. Uh, just beating him, or just beating out, uh, or coming in second, I guess, that 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 obviously Hovland clipped, was Scotty Scheffler. And so the he stats really the
0: putts. The start putts to crystallize. The
1: he started making putts on Saturday, and they're like, uh-oh, he's going to make putts. So the stats really crystallized about his season. Rick Gaiman had one. Uh, Only three golfers on the year had gained a hundred plus strokes from T to green. Only one had gained over 125 and it was Scheffler. And it wasn't just over 125. He gained 215 strokes. So off T to green, like unheard of. There's like this, this chart, like the Y axis he's all the way over there and the putting, he's all the way down here. So it's just an incredible T to green season. Justin Ray, Added to that. So all it's really crystallizing here at the end of the year with one week to go in the season. Scheffler has all but cemented the second best strokes gained T to green season since tracking began. Tiger Woods 06 plus 2.98 and Scotty 2023 plus two seven four. So the second best strokes gained T to green season ever. Uh, Don't think he won after the players, if I'm not mistaken, Uh, just an incredible, incredible amount of strokes gained T to green from him. Um, What else happened this week? My favorite record. Favorite little nugget. Brendan Todd broke the record for most pars over 72 holes in a PGA Tour event. Just a very perfect Brendan Todd record. Great record to to have. have. (laughs) An amazing record to have. Most pars in 72 holes. (laughs) Um, What else happened? This one. Um, Oh. Just when we start this new year with the FedEx Cup graphics, I just want to keep this in mind. They played this FedEx Cup summary at the end of the year. Total weeks ranked number one in the FedEx Cup standings this year. John Rahm is number one with 30 weeks. Who would you guess was two? Most weeks at number one in the FedEx Cup last year. John Rahm was one. Who would you guess is two? Oh,
0: my God. it um, have to be, I don't know, Xander? Seamus
1: Power. No. At five, yeah. So I just want to, like, when we start getting these FedEx Cup dates, like, none of this shit matters. Seamus Power, does that reflect the season that was in 2023? Well, it, it was
0: a wraparound season.
1: I understand, That's but it's a useless everybody stat.
0: Everybody he was going to be a Ryder Cupper.
1: Seamus Power, Keegan Bradley, Max Homa, and Mackenzie Hughes, who had one week at <laughs> number one. It's like the dumbest FedEx Cup summary. So we get worked up about that stuff. Just keep that in mind uh at the usam nick dunlap won. uh great great kind of run beat sergeant beat a bunch of players Shipley, obviously he was hot uh he wins at, at cherry hills um you had the kid who started playing golf six years ago and was on <laughs> uva's club team that like got to like the quarters or the semis i think it's paul chain he went by multiple names paul chain was one um
0: what That's else unbelievable have-
1: Taylor made announces plans for a luxury golf resort and remember you know they're worried about their bottom line here but they're gonna do a luxury golf resort next to PJ Frisco with everyone's gonna have hitting bays off their off their hotel room out to like a top golf type of thing um Epson tour prizes we have fun with there's a receipt scanner label maker that these women are getting for winning Epson tour events
0: and oh, last make sure make sure to uh Go you talk know? about the Epson tour.
1: Last yeah. but not least for a 2024 year interview this week, BMW week, Michael Block sets the course record at Valhalla. Interestingly, there's cameras there to capture it all. Uh, you know, not we had me. some, we got this some is Intel the last thing.
0: This is the last, this the is last it.
1: It sets the course record of Valhalla on a scouting mission. That's, you know, 12 months before the actual PGA. What he's gleaning from that? I don't know. Um, but there's cameras, local news is there. We got some intel that maybe he was playing some up tees because stuff's closed. We pushed back. We, we did our due diligence and reporting. We, we certified it as a real course record. Um, but sets it, gets hot. He said there's cameras out there, but the camera doesn't even phase me. Why are there cameras there for this? The camera doesn't even phase me anymore. If you talked to me a year ago, I'd be freaking out. Of course, he had a full year of, of just camera time. And he sets the course record at Valhalla, ready for 2024 PGA. There, say he's going to be returned. The year of blocky never. I can't ends. wait
0: to see what his odds are.
1: <laughs> the year of blocky never ends at uh, and it, it concludes our 2024 year in review.
0: Hold Whew. on, I'm looking up uh the PGA odds.
1: Do they have them? They got to have them somewhere. Valhalla, right? Do they? All what's I right, would guess. I'm going to guess 125 to one, something ridiculous. 100 to one, Michael Block.
0: All right. Well, I find he him. He was
1: 400 to one for Colonial the week after he stole the country's heart. I want to say he'll be like, He's he's become much more prominent since then. 156 guys. Can you find him? No, I can't. All right.
0: I all can't. right. I, got, I I don't know if I can find it here.
1: I can. We'll get those updates. I don't have it. I don't have it. All right. All I just right. found yeah. the article. Hey, we did it. We did it. We got there. This is a marathon, but we got all the way to every gross, every gross event. Victor won, I believe, next week, but I don't know. I'm not sure about the net or the gross. I,
0: yeah, I know Xander Xander who's had some problems with the tour in their in their net event. Not been happy about it. Won the gross again. You're tied for the win. So. All right. We're, uh, we are
1: out. It. Everyone enjoy your holidays. Again, thank you for tuning in. We may, uh, we'll be back maybe with another episode before the end of the year. We'll see. Um, we may cobble these together into a easier to listen to format. I'm not sure. But if not, and you just want to, you want them for holiday travel time, go back to Thanksgiving. We did them starting at Thanksgiving. And now we're done. We got all the way through from Kapalua to uh, the tour championship. Anything else, Andy? You good? I think you froze on me. My Wi-Fi chopped up here at the very end. All right, we'll talk to you soon.